This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 329. Go listen to all of our past episodes, MarkingOut.com, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and iTunes. Also go like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Buy some t-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Watch the videos, Cooking with Brandon, episode 5. YouTube.com slash marking out eleven. If you have if you want to email us any MP3s, if you're a band, if you are a comedian, if you're um a mime, just send us an email, markingout1 at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at markingout at BTTG161 at Dave the Rave underscore MO. And that is right, I am Dave the Rave. And you can go follow me, but most likely I still will not tw- uh, tweet at all. But I'm alongside Brandon. Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome, as always. Sweet. So, tell me a little bit about your week. Well, first, before I say anything about my week, happy birthday, Thanks. You know, turning uh, 42 is definitely a little bit weird, but it's cool. The Jackie Robinson number. Yeah, so good old number 42 in the books. (laughs) But somebody's listening to this, they're like, oh, we can't sign him now. He's 42. Yeah, right. (laughs) Wow, this guy is just graduated. I mean, good for him going back to school and stuff, but wow. (laughs) Yeah, did he go through a divorce? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> I guess that's one way to look at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you very much. So uh, again, before I say anything about my week, are you doing anything special for your birthday today? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be going to this uh, wings place. Getting, I think I spoke about it last week on the podcast, but I'm not too sure. But a wings place where for every year that you turn, well, ev- for every year you get a free wing. So, realistically, I'm going to be wow, getting... Wow, you're getting 42 wings. Yeah. 40... <laughs> yeah, no, so it's it's really cool. And I, it's buy one, get one drinks, which is always a, always a plus to what, relax the, with. What's the place called? Uh, Bentley's. And how do they you... Also, huh? They also what? Uh, they also have, like, two sister uh, chains. It's all run by the same owner. Uh, what is it? Uh, the Mill. And I think it's the Mill. And then um, Rusty Nail, and they all have the same kind of a deal. How do you? So what do you maybe show maybe ID? I should just go to Rusty Nail right after and get thirty-two wings there too. You show 42. ID or something? What's that? Yeah, you show ID. You Is show that ID crazy or what though? Like, like I'm oh. twenty-eight, you're thirty-two. You know, time flies. Dude, you, were, you, were, you were twenty-six when this show started. <laughs> That's oh odd way to look at it all yeah that's kind of you know it's crazy i think it's more crazy seeing our younger cousins grow grow up in age you know yeah. i feel like that's i think that's the most uh different i don't know that's the most odd thing to 
recognize like that's like when you're like wow i am getting older and everything is like changing around me is when you see people like your cousins relatives and friends uh going from birth uh, all the way up to now they're going into college yeah it's crazy my my youngest first cousin like i feel like his bar mitzvah was like yesterday and now he's he's graduating high school next year oh wow that's crazy yeah, I mean, I feel like that's the thing that is most like bringing it to realism for me, like in, a, in that sort of an aspect where it's just like you can talk about how old you are day in and day out. But when you start to recognize everyone around you is getting just as old because we look in the mirror and we don't really see ourselves aging as much like or at such a quick, uh, quick rate. Plus, I but, have a beard, so I age less. Exactly. <laughs> All of those pheromones and everything that you store in there, it just keeps you young. But yeah, I feel like that's the thing. And then you look around you, you see them aging a lot more quickly and you're like, wow, time is really going by quickly. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I've always wanted – I'm a fan of aging. I have always <laughs> – I'm a fan yeah. of aging. I love brown bananas. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've I've always looked forward to this time of my life where I could get set into a steady career, into a family, into a home of my own, and stuff like that. Like progressing down uh, through life, you know, as opposed to staying in the same place. I which I'm not. I don't like to be comfortable with. So I'm starting to enter that phase where I'm very I'm very excited for the future and what's to come. So it's a very uplifting time for me. But yeah, uh, what else is going on with the birthday? I think tomorrow I'm going to go to the drive-in theater. I think I'm going to go see um, what is it? Uh, Baywatch and, or Pirates of yeah. the Caribbean? Baywatch and then Alien. Oh, I have no interest Alien. in that. I I have more interest in Alien than I do Pirates of the Caribbean, just because I haven't seen the other pirate movies. What? Yeah, I mean I I've seen three of them, but. I fell asleep in like the second one while in the movie theater and the third one I haven't watched it like straight through. I finished it but it's been like in beats, bits and pieces. So yeah, you know you're missing a fourth, right? <laughs> yeah, no, the fourth I haven't seen. Right. Yeah. Um what else? Yeah. That's pretty much it much it for my birthday wise. No uh, cake? Oh no, they, they we actually went to Walmart the other day and chopped around and they picked out a cake. It's going to be spoiler. Uh it's gonna be a friendly's strawberry lame shortcake lame. ice cream. Lame, lame. I don't know, but you know the good humor bars? Yeah, but no lame. I don't know. I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. No Carvel, no good birthday. They had Carvel, but it just didn't compare. Yeah. And then You're right. So, Nothing compares to Carvel. <laughs> you know, I do get a free ice cream from Carvel for my birthday. Oh, you signed up? Yeah, I signed up for everything. You I get should. a free, dude. I get a free burrito from Bose. I get Carvel. I get a hamburger from I think Ruby Tuesdays, uh, or a garden bar. But it makes more sense to get the the burger and then add on the the salad bar for the four. Yeah, bucks. I got that. Um, I get Starbucks. I get Dunkin' Donuts. I, I got a lot going for me right now. Life is good. You have a Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> card? Uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I never use it. I never, I never knew how to put money on and then use it that way. But I'm like, yeah. Dude, I'll first of all, 
you should a hundred percent go to Carvel and get take advantage of that cone. I don't think they have a Carvel up here. What? Yeah, I don't think that there is Carvel up here. There's Ben and Jerry's, but no Carvel. So did you sign up for Ben and Jerry's? I uh, I think so. But, did but I, don't, email? Well, I don't think so. maybe I didn't because I didn't get the email. Um. Yeah, what else is an opportunity up here? Um, that's really it. That's really it. How was your week? Uh, no, you got to keep talking because okay. there's okay. <laughs> I got. I'm like, there's no way yeah, that there's, there's no. I don't think that there's any Carvel up here. Um, they have Snowman. Snowman's uh, in Troy, which is really good. That's good for ice cream. They did a little twist. And that's always delicious. Um, they just won a contest for best in uh, upstate New York for a uh, reader's choice. So that's really cool. Um, all right. Now, I'm guessing you and I both are doing the same exact thing. Oh, you're also typing it in? Yeah, I'm, I'm just doing it on my phone if I could actually type correctly. Are you near Albany? You are in the Crossgate yeah. Mall. Really? Yeah. Well, why does anybody know about this? Crossgate Mall, you got to go there. Unless it's closed. I don't think it is. It comes up right away. The one in where it used to be in Latham says permanently closed. Crossgates. Have you yeah, been to I, the I, Crossgate Mall? Yeah, yeah, a bunch. And you've never realized that there's a Carvel? I think I did, but then when people were like saying that they never heard of Carvel before, I'm like, all right, maybe they just don't have it up here. Maybe it just opened. Potentially. I don't think there's, there's like one Seven Eleven up here, which is like weird. Wait, is this where you go to Johnny Rockets? Uh, yeah. It's right up, the, right up the mall from there. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, so you yeah. definitely got to take advantage of that. All right. Looks like I may end up going to the mall today. Um, yeah, I had to explain to Erica the other day about 7-Eleven, how they do that special deal, like I think one day a year or two days where you bring in whatever yeah. you want to fill up your Slurpee for like $1.50, I think. or For the normal price, isn't it? Is it? I think Maybe so. It's that, that's coming price. up. It's coming up now, too. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. It's it's you know you know what? For, first of all, Seven Eleven. I'm not. A, I don't care for um, Slurpees are the most disgusting thing I've ever had. Not the like most the disgusting, Slurp. but one of the most disgusting. You said the Coke one. Yeah, Coca Cola. Gross. If if yeah. I mix, if I start to mix all the flavors, it gives me really bad stomachache. It's because you're on a sugar. Tons, tons of sugar getting into. Oh, your it's body. a lot of sugar. But I liked it. It was cool. It was like a cool when you were a kid. Uh, but I had one maybe 2012, 2013 when I went to your house to record once. Uh -huh. it, it's not. They're not good. It's like you, you drink the, the juice, the uh, syrup out, and you're just left with ice. It makes no sense. I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, no, they're I terrible. They're awful. But I, I was going to say, like, Canada has exclusive WWE Cups right now. No way. Yep. 
They have. What do they have? Steve Austin, Undertaker, Ultimate Warrior, Endzone Cast, Sasha Banks, and New Day. Where is this? At 7-Eleven in Canada? Yeah. All right. Looks like Erica's uh, grandma's going to be bringing down some gifts. I may have to... Like, God forbid they ask, like, actually get them in the United States, I mean. Yeah, that's odd. I have to check these out, see what they look like. Yeah, I mean, they look like cups with Ultimate Warrior. (laughs) (laughs) Which one would you go for? Honestly, I, I wouldn't need any of these. Really? I think I would go for it. depends. If is it um like one of the yeah, cups that like a plastic cup or is yeah, it one nice like disposable? No, they're nice cups. You know, I'm s i am would go for the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I was gonna say maybe Steve Austin or New Day. Oh yeah, maybe New Day too. I'd probably go with both. But it's unfortunate they don't have Kelly Kelly. Yeah. I know that's your favorite one. Yeah. That and and you like the Piper one, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, all right, so now tell me about your week. Well, Sunday night I went to New York City to see Ricky Gervais at the theater at Madison Square Garden, which I said last week that like I've been wanting to see for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really awesome to go see him. Lived up to your expectations? Yeah, absolutely did. So now, did you meet him after or no? No, it's not Westbury. <laughs> Just kidding. Very cool. <laughs> but yeah, no, I didn't meet him. But he retweeted my tweet, so like mad people were favoriting a, a random tweet of mine. It made no sense, but yeah, I thought that was awesome that he took the you. He acknowledged you in that sort of a fashion. Yeah. Um. Very cool. And then I saw one of the actors of the show did too, or. I saw another verified, I think. I don't know. I didn't Favorite notice. Retweeted. I did not notice. I don't really. I'll have to, I'll have to let you know. All right. And then how else, what else did you do? Uh, last night, went to New York City. Or actually, yesterday, like morning I went to, or afternoon I went to New York City. Uh-huh. Um, I got a, a coupon for my birthday for a, a Brazilian restaurant for $25 off of the lunch or dinner and all right brazilian restaurants are super expensive so it's like damn you got to take advantage of that yeah so uh i went and then they all they sent me another coupon for 15 dollars off but it said like you can't combine coupons oh brought it just on a whim and uh i they accepted both coupons so oh wow yeah. awesome i wasn't even i wasn't gonna get the all you can eat meat i was just gonna do the market table the salad bar uh-huh but uh for two extra dollars i got all the meat that's awesome all right so tell me about this i've never been to brazilian uh food but i've always wanted to so explain your experience i just know something about chips like there's green chip and a red chip that you flip over if you want more or less or switch to the next one yeah basically all right, um, go ahead, tell. So basically, like, you start off, whatever, you could go to the salad bar, get all your stuff. They have Brazilian chicken salad, which I think in the three of the four had, I don't remember the one in Mexico having chicken salad, but uh, the the three that I've been to in New York have had it, and it's so good, but they have, like, lettuce and stuff, and I don't know, beets, Mixed uh-huh. salads and stuff. 
Um, and then they have like hot dishes. There was uh, ginger carrot ginger soup, which I took. I took a little bit of, and I was like, I, maybe I won't like it. Maybe I will. I don't want to like waste the food. I took it. I was like, I would eat this on Thanksgiving. I thought it was pretty good. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they had like there was beans, white rice, so all that stuff, and then you get like the meats. The meats just they come around once you flip your thing over. And All right. So, what did they start? Like, what kind of meats did you try? Um, I don't even like remember. It's like sirloin, but like there's top sirloin, bottom sirloin, and stuff. Uh huh. Um, I had beef ribs. Okay. Those were good. Um, there was garlic steak. I thought I liked that one. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the other steaks that I've tried, but. It was basically just steak, 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 steak. Any any exotic animal or no? No. They had lamb, but that's not exotic and I didn't want lamb. Yeah, that's not really exotic. No. Um, and now how much of a portion do they give? Since it is like oh, a you just Canadian. You could ask. Like they, they slice off one slice and then if you want more, you'd be like, Oh, can I have another? Yes. Can may All I right, have so- another? <laughs> I'm not done with you yet. So now, and it's funny because it's like it's like oh, I just want a little taste, and like they give you the biggest chunk possible, and it's like I just uh-huh. wanted a little piece. So now, what was if you didn't finish a chunk, but you wanted to try something else? Oh, nothing. You just you just. I mean, you could wait for your whole plate to fill up. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, you paid the money. Where is this again? Uh, it's in New York City. It was on fifty. Third, what is it called? Uh, I don't know the correct pronunciation. I heard somebody in a YouTube video pronounce it Fogo de Show. All right, it's C H A O. I was uh-huh. saying Fogo de Chow, but I guess that's not right. Yeah, they have a place up here, uh, Texas de Brazil, which is a combination of Brazilian and uh, barbecue food, I think. But I haven't been there. That's at the Crossgates Mall, too. But I'm very – I want to try that at some point. Is it unlimited meat? Yeah. I, I believe so. It's the same same sort of uh, deal with the chip. But I think it is commercialized. I don't know if it – is that place commercialized or – I mean is it a chain? Yeah, a chain. Yeah. All right. So maybe, maybe they do too. It's funny because like people are complaining like, oh, how dare you go to New York City and, and go to a chain restaurant. But it's like – it's a little like it's not like yes, it's a chain restaurant, but like, yeah, it's not like you could get that on Long Island. Yeah, you can't get this like it's not a normal, and it's not it's not a, like a fast food or you know, on the same level as Applebee's, you know? Right, exactly. Which I, like if I, you go to New York City at Applebee's, that's a Shonda. You don't do that. Yeah, but like you go to New York City to have Brazilian, and I think I think of the uh, place I've been in New York. This, I think, was the nicest looking. Huh. All right. I liked the salad bar from the one in Queens. I think just because they had chicken nuggets and french fries, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but this place had gherkins, so it was cool. Stocking up on Stocking up on mini pickles. What's gherkin? That's it's pickles. A, yeah, like a little tiny pickle. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's cool. Sounds like you had fun. What else? Uh, so yeah, so after that, well, the only reason I, I I had to convince Mike to go 
through that, and it's like, we can't just go there. I, like, I, I mentally, I know I can't just go to New York City to go eat. Unless I'm, like, with my, like, family or something, like, where they're just going in for dinner or something, which is super rare. That's never, hasn't happened in, like, uh, 15 years, maybe. Uh Uh-huh. But, uh, so we, like, I I was like, we need to do something. And then I showed him that Matthew Perry has a show that he wrote and and stars in off-Broadway. So tell me a little bit about this show. Well, before that, I, I'll just say that that's what I got tickets to. Mm-hmm. And uh, so after the, the Brazilian place, we had so much time to kill. In between that, I'm, I'm, my feet right now, I'm telling you, are killing me <laughs> from sure. walking, walking so much. But we went to, um, we went to Canal Street. Are you familiar? Obviously, I assume you are. It it rings a bell. It's where everybody goes to get their fake Rolexes or their real Rolexes, if you want to put those in quotes, and your real Prada bags and your Gucci, all yeah. those bags and stuff. Then they take you through holes in walls and stuff. That was the weirdest experience that I've ever had in my life, I think. Of like, I went one uh, time with my, my aunt, my mom, and my cousin, and it was that was like, like they were literally taking us through walls. Huh. I was like, what the hell is happening here? Kind of like Harry Potter-ish. I have no idea what that means, but... Sounds like you read Diagon Alley. <laughs> what? Oh, Diagon Alley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you I don't... You can tell I'm a great fan, right? <laughs> yeah. But, yes. Right. And then, like, they would take you up, like, this, into, like, these giant, like, warehouse buildings and, like, make you walk up millions of flight of, of stairs just to look at bags. I'm like, this is stupid. That sounds like you're, like... My, that sounds like nothing up your alley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we went to Canal Street because Mike was looking for pop pop figures. Uh-huh. He belongs to a pop Any group. Any specifics? Uh, no, just rare ones, I guess. And uh, we went to a balloon. I think it was called the Balloon Saloon. And it's like, I guess, a place where you could go to get balloons, but they have, like, toys and stuff there. Uh-huh. So they have pop figures. He ended up getting Roger Rabbit. Oh, that's really cool. I guess because like normally the price online is like thirty bucks, maybe. How much did he pay? Twelve, maybe. All right. That's cool. But they had, they had like movie. they had games and stuff there, but like they had like it was like they they called it their vintage collection. Uh huh. So we weren't allowed to like buy this stuff or like even touch it which was weird because they Wait, weren't what do you, mean you can't even buy it like you they just weren't selling it it was like decoration basically like they had it was weird they had a, a Vern Gagne wrestling board game I was like what the I'm hell sure is if this you made an offer you could have bought it no they said they don't sell them hmm. so I don't know like it's just it seems weird like you're like Basically, like, like a toy store, but you're not selling the good stuff. Yeah, that's weird that they wouldn't want to try to make money off of it. They had like an original Easy Bake oven there. That's cool. And, like, which the box was huge. I, I didn't realize that's how big a an Easy Bake oven was. What else? But, what else were they selling? Um, like, what were they actually selling? Yeah. 
they had like fake poo and stuff like that. They were have they had um like rock'em sock'em robots. Um they had mad libs. There was a total divas mad lib. Yeah, and then you weren't you weren't going to, but it was what, four ninety nine? Yeah. I, I didn't realize mad libs were that expensive either. Yeah. But I thought that was one of the funniest things, like, like the most random thing that I could certainly find. But uh, yeah, oh, so that what I thought you were gonna say that there was something else. We could always make up our own Mad Libs too. You know, we could always just create a story, fill in the blank, and do it on the show. Yeah, you you writing out Mad Lib stories? Uh maybe at some point. <laughs> Don't think maybe at some point. But after we went from there, we I, I took a bus in New York City for the first time ever. You ever do that? Yeah. Why? Why would you? What? What? What sense would you have to take a bus? I was going for an interview at uh, where is it? Um, uh, Sloan Kettery. So. And where did you take the bus from? Where to where? Um, from I think Penn Station, but I'm not too sure. What made you do that ago. instead of a uh, subway? Uh, I may have done the subway and then had to take a bus uh, from one stop or something. Yeah, so I have to say that the bus was a lot more enjoyable than than a than subway. Walking. No, than the subway, <laughs> and definitely than walking. But but we took the bus to Toy Tokyo. All right. Uh, Toy Tokyo, I only knew they do like they have exclusive pops during Comic Con. Uh huh. Like last year when when I went, they had the a metallic Green Ranger that like sold out at ten o'clock. Uh-huh. As the floor opened. But, uh, yeah, so we went in there, looked around. They have, like, a museum on the top floor, kind of, mm-hmm. um, with, like, old old, uh, just old figures and stuff. That's pretty cool. Old toys. And then you go downstairs, and it's, like, just a whole room of pops. And Mike like was in heaven? Yeah. <laughs> one, one case is, like, the owner's pops. Uh-huh. And it's like the owner has like the rarest of rare pops there. Uh-huh. They have he has signed Stan Lee pops. That's cool. They have like Kiss pops and stuff. Simpsons uh-huh. pops that are like super rare now, I guess. Uh he's got a whole like case of prototypes. Uh-huh. And then like all the other ones around are like 9.99 or whatever, unless it's like priced differently, but in the there's another one like another case that's for sale with like the super rare ones. So they have like for four ninety nine you could get all four of the Conan pops from Comic Con. Uh-huh. Um Did you buy that? Yeah, I was spending five hundred bucks on pops. Uh, oh, I thought it was four dollars ninety nine cents. <laughs> no no no. No, because these you gotta remember these things are now rare. They only ha- gave them out one night each night for the shows. That is true. Yeah, I, I was expecting. I thought four dollars ninety nine cents. That's a little bit more reasonable. <laughs> yeah, no. They had like a bunch of other pops that were super rare too for sale. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, so then they had like grab bags of like Pop Asia, I think it's called, and uh, it was like forty bucks if you you get it. You get, you get three pops. You could get rare like gold pops or whatever i don't know what i don't know uh-huh. what pops are really but uh i mean i don't know what the real deal is with them but uh mike ended up getting them and 
got nothing. But like they're all Pop Asia, so Pop Asia is no longer a thing. I'm not familiar with Pop Asia. It's just, I guess, the Asia outlet of Pops. Uh huh. They were all like, um, what is it? Not manga. It could be manga. Oh, that's anime, right? Yeah, anime is what I was going to say. Like, there was, like, you could win, like, a golden Astro Boy or something. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know where I know Astro Boy from, but I know it. It's... Austin Powers? No, that's... No. I I think Disney might have released a movie of it. Uh Uh-huh. But, yeah, so he got those, didn't get any super rare ones, but basically made his money back in each of them. All right. Well, I mean, make your money back. It's not like he's going to resell them, right? Uh, well, he does. Oh, he does? Yeah. All right. That's cool. Like, he bought the... They just uh, showed pictures of Sasha Banks, Chris Jericho, Ted DiBiase, Ted DiBiase with a chase, Iron Sheik, and then Iron Sheik with a chase. I'm they sorry. Just... I, I really don't understand why you have $2 million man and two Iron Sheik. And not someone else. Oh, and they have uh, Enzo and, and Cass. Yes, and then Bailey's a Toys R Us exclusive. Yeah. Enzo and Cass are Walgreens, I think, maybe? I think so, yeah. But the, the main four, if you order the set of four, you have a chance, of a better chance, I guess, of getting a Chase one. Uh-huh. So he ordered the set of four, and then now he'll have nothing to do with the Sasha Banks one. So he'll gotcha. probably end up selling that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we, we did that. We went to Toy Tokyo. And then we went to Starbucks, which I hate. But I got a water because screw them. Uh huh. But thank you to them also because they give out free water, which I think. This is, is your the, second time going there, too. In like a span of how many weeks? Talking about it on the podcast, too. Yeah. But I think that's one of the coolest things in, that they do for customers, though. Yeah, that is nice. And it's like, it's not like New York City tap water. Their water's all filtered. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so we go to, we went, we picked up the tickets and then we went to Starbucks and just chilled there before the, for, we had time to kill before they opened the doors. Uh Uh-huh. And we were sitting right in front of the window and I'm like, oh, Matthew Perry's right there. (laughs) And Mike's like, yeah, okay, Matt Perry's not there. And he's like looking, he's looking at the guy smoking a cigarette. I'm like, dude, that's Matthew Perry right there. And he goes, no, it's not. And he walks in and he goes, oh, I guess it is. That's uh, funny. Yeah, so. And I would explain this. You didn't get to meet him there. Well, I mean, we did meet him, but like. Did you shake hands? No. So you didn't meet him? We, I mean, see, that's the thing. Like, I was trying to follow your text, but I couldn't really follow it. I didn't shake hands with him, no, but, like, he, we, he walks in, whatever, he goes, gets his coffee, and on the way out, Mike goes, shouldn't you be getting ready for your show tonight? And, like, the woman that he was with and, like, himself, like, they, they both laugh, whatever, he goes, yeah. And uh, Mike goes, oh, we're, we're actually going tonight. And the woman goes, tonight? And, uh, and we were like, yeah. And he goes, oh, we'll have fun or enjoy it or something like that. And then uh-huh. he walked out and went on his merry way. Alright. And then so you I, had a nice little friendly uh yeah. conversation. Which I like I don't I don't like remember a time where I just like ran into someone like that. So you ran into Chandler Bing at a coffee shop. 
Yes, I did. <laughs> in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. There you go. That's what, like, Mike, like, realized, like, through the, like, right before the show started, he goes, dude, my mind was just blown. <laughs> we ran into Chandler Bing at a coffee shop in New York City. I should have I should have said to him why why aren't you at Central Park and I was like yeah hasn't heard that one before <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah so the show I thought was really good I enjoyed it more than the other two shows that I saw and uh, you also saw who was in it uh, Jennifer Jennifer Morrison was in it from House from How I Met Your Heroes? Mother from I don't know if it's Heroes She's yeah I think she was in Heroes Once Upon a Time. Yeah. She's probably more famous from that than... Not really a movie actress. I Maybe she is. I don't, just don't know. Yeah. But, maybe she is, but not many. Yeah. And then like, the other woman that was in it, she was in, like, she's, like, like smaller roles, roles in uh-huh. other things. But, like, like, she did a voice, I think, in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, that's all right. And then somebody else that was in, the other guy that was in the show was, was a voice from Grand Theft Auto, I think. All right, very but cool. But most recently, the guy was on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. So it was, like, cool to see him there. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I thought the show was really good. And uh, I would definitely recommend going to see that. If you That's if awesome. you like If you like Matthew Perry, it was, it was literally like watching a TV show, just, like, yeah. there. Yeah. All right. Well, what was it called again? The End of Longing. The End of Logging? Yeah, Matthew Perry wrote it and stars in it. Very cool. And, uh, yeah, and then afterwards we waited outside of the door and met the cast. Uh-huh. And, and I got my playbill signed by all four of them. That's really awesome. Yeah. They made an announcement. They were like, ladies and gentlemen, Matthew Perry will not take pictures. He will not take selfies. He will sign, <laughs> th- he will sign things. I told Mike, I was like, dude, you should bring your, your Chandler pop just in case. Yeah. He didn't do it. Uh, I was like, you blew it, man. Yeah. Well, that's still a very cool experience that you had. Yeah, and then I, I, got, I took my picture with Jennifer Morrison. That's awesome. I got to see that picture. Yeah. I got to. Way to well, say it sarcastically. Out. I got to no, see I, I, that picture. I have picture. to see all of your pictures that you posted. I have been looking. Uh, I didn't post any pictures. Okay. That explains it. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool, though. Yeah, it was um, a fun experience. All right. And it's funny because it's like this is like it's like an off Broadway show, but like I uh, could I could see it being. I mean, I guess off Broadway is still kind of Broadway, but it's yeah, not. I mean, even if a show is off Broadway, I, I consider it Broadway. You know, maybe it just doesn't have the financial support that a Broadway show does, but it's still the same actor actress level of skill. You know, yeah, you're not gonna get any less of a show. Yeah, and the show the show's still in previews right now. Which I, the only other time I went to see a, a Broadway show in previews was Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, I expected you to say Spider Man. No, I never went. To see, <laughs> I didn't even like care. I, why would I want to see a musical about Spider Man? I don't know. But I uh, yeah. So and then in Little Shop of Horrors, like my only like interactions with a, a preview of a show was going to see that, and then the Audrey two, like throughout the show or whatever, like stopped working or something. Ah. Uh. And then, like, they'd have to, like, pause and, like, get it back up running and then do that's it. But, like, no, I don't, I don't, I mean, it's not embarrassing it, that happens. Yeah, that's, like, that's what previews are for. Yeah. So. And the audience works with it? Yeah, yeah I mean, they don't really have a choice to. 
But I mean, like, it's not like, no, I mean, if you go to a preview, I'm sure that's like they are, they're understanding that like stuff like that. They're still working out the kinks. I gotcha. That's really cool though. Yeah, I'm happy so you had a good time. The show I think opens June in June, let's say, and then it got extended to July too. So, well, very awesome. Yeah, so sounds like you had a good week. If anybody's listening to this and they're in New York City and they like Matthew Perry and Jennifer Morrison, check it out. And if you want to get their autograph, go see the show. Or you could just wait outside afterwards. Yeah, but buy tickets to see them too. Yeah, <laughs> and it's cool because they they do deals for like, it's it's called thirty under thirty. Uh huh. My tickets that were supposed to be like ninety bucks were thirty bucks. What's this thirty under if, thirty? If well, you can't do it. Yeah, I was gonna it. say. I think I I'm out of that realm. Yeah, they, if you if you're under thirty. 29 and under, they give you a special price of 30 bucks, And then a $5 service. I mean, I'm still going to flash my student ID and see what I can get. Student IDs, they had $20 tickets, I believe. All right. At least I'm still golden. I'll be in my 70s using my student ID. I'll be like, I'll be like the guy from Blazing Saddles where he tries to get into the movie and he's just like student ID or student discount. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very cool. Sounds like you had a good week, though. Yeah, it was cool. Nice. I had a mingle with stars. There you go. Well, I had a pretty good week too. I actually remember some of the things I did. I got hooked on. Wrote it. Wrote it down, did you? Uh, Yes, (laughs) I I wrote down one thing. I wrote down one thing. But uh, this week was a lot of study for the boards. But whenever I had a chance, me and Erica would watch uh, Legion on FX. I stopped watching it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was gonna say what I mean. I fell in love with the show. Hey, honestly, very, honestly, even thinking about it gives me like very thought provoking. Like where you have to recognize a lot. Sometimes you have to rewind and rewatch too. It was just too boring. How many episodes did you get through? Five, maybe. Really, you got that far and it didn't hit you. No, it just just it just felt like the same thing over and over again. I don't know. I I was completely like the first episode was the most difficult for me to get through because it was just the most. I guess we could talk about and it. How but. how long was that? That episode was mad long too, right? It was the more longer than the other one. No, I mean it was still like an hour. Oh, I thought it was like an hour and a half or two hours. No, 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 it wasn't that long. I'm. Almost, I, it, I mean, it took. I really thought it was two hours long. Well, it wasn't two hours. Um. But, I mean, spoiler for those that want to watch it, uh, like, I thought that first episode was really interesting how they were going back and forth with the the psych ward, but then there's so much, like, aspect where you don't know what's real and what's fake. Right. And you don't know where in a timeline they are. But I thought that was really cool. And then it comes into the entire thing that this is the most powerful mutant ever. Or one of the top, like most powerful, and it dives into how he's the son of Professor X, um, and there's just small things in the show. Like there's a lot with the color lighting, like the color blue. The screen would go blue yeah. when it was like a calming scene, when it was comfortable. Uh, when it turned yellow or red, or like yellow, it was the symbolizing like uh, the. Uh, uh, Shadow King, 
or something bad is happening. Same thing with red, something bad is happening. Um, and then even it got went so far that his attire, that in his attire, as the show progressed every episode, it would change depending on the Shadow King. So like at one point there was an uh, there was a tornado that he wore on his shirt when he was dealing with that internal battle. See, you must have read Easter eggs or something like that. I I I I, I caught on to it, but then I had to watch a few like nerdgasms and emer- uh, emergency awesome uh, was emergency awesome on YouTube just to pick out what I may have not of. And then there was a few a T-shirt that pointed with an arrow over the shoulder, showing that Night Shadow was pretty much right there. And then there was that one of him, the arrow pointing directly up at him showing the night, uh, shadow King, not night shadow, uh, shadow King has control of him. And it was, I thought it was really a cool show. And, uh, what's her face? Aubrey Plaza does a fantastic job. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought her acting in this was really, um, awesome. Uh, but yeah, I was totally glued into this. But I think because I don't know, do you like movies and where in TV shows where you have to really try to put things together? Or I guess not. I don't know. Like I, I, I don't know if I've ever spoken to you about a movie or TV show like a David Lynch thing where you have to, like everything means something. You know? Um, yeah. But, yeah. But but the guy that created the comic, the one that co-created it at least, Chris Claremont's going to be at Comic Con. There you go. It, it's I, I'm t- totally engrossed in this, especially with the Aubrey Plaza character and all the other characters. It's just sometimes they cut out a scene that I think would be important. How do you know they cut out scenes? Well, I mean, sometimes it, it, it skips a part where I'm like, wait, why didn't we show that? But I mean, actually, that's kind of reduced because I think we just skipped by accident or on FX on the website. It didn't have the finale of an episode or maybe cut out too soon. Oh, so, but yeah, I think that that's an awesome show that if you're a Marvel fan, uh, you should definitely give it a shot. It's going to be very thought provoking, but yeah, give uh, it a shot, but then realize it's super boring. I don't, I never thought it was boring. I never, I thought the first episode was the most difficult to get through, but then after or through that, I was really, uh, interested in this guy's internal battle because he's a he's a schizophrenic and dealing with multiple personalities and in every uh, in the comics every personality that he has is a completely different person and has a to- totally different ability whether it's telekinetic telepathic uh, whatever every mutant has different ability. So this this guy is like insanely powerful. So I'm really interested to see what happens on season two, which comes out in good old 2018. Wow, 2018. Yeah. Oh right, we're in 2017. <laughs> what? <laughs> you're sarcastic. What? You're being sarcastic. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I also the first wow I the wow I said wasn't even wow I said wow or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So Legion's really cool. Uh, besides that, I found out the other day, mind blown, that Claire Dunphy on Modern Family. Yeah, Bam roasted for not knowing that. Yeah, Virginia Bennett, Happy Gilmore. How did you not know that? I don't know. Like now that, like now that I 
put it together once I read it. I was just like, oh my god, yes, like how like same exact everything, but for some reason it just never registered that that was Virginia uh, Bennett. You like how I knew that? That's what you were gonna say before you said it. Yeah, and that's kind of disappointing because I wanted to like be like, <laughs> yeah, this is so wild, and then, yeah, you know it already. That happened during during the uh, the show last night. I, I started laughing at something before. Matthew Perry said it, uh-huh. and Mike goes, I was going to say, like, like, what the hell are you laughing at? I was like, yeah, I, I realized that's what was going to happen. That's funny. Like, as, like, right before he was saying it, yeah. or, like, yeah. a lot before he said it, but. That's really cool. Well, so cool. Um, what else? Erica gave me a, a birthday gift already. She made me a blanket, a Doctor Who blanket, double-sided. She sewed it. Her, uh, it was like a, a no-sew blanket where you buy two fabrics and you tie all of it to all the edges. You have to cut uh, ridges into all of them. Um, and then you just tie them all together into a nice blanket. So I got an awesome Doctor Who blanket. She bought me a, dead, a Deadpool t-shirt. So... Yeah, those were amazing and awesome, especially the Doctor Who blanket. Um, and oh, Flash and Arrow. Not caught up with Arrow. Flash season finale was awesome. I don't know how you don't watch those shows because DC sucks. DC is the no. worst comic book company out there. T not TV show. No, DC sucks. Not I. No, no, so but you, DC in sucks. Okay, in general, yeah, I, in I, general, DC sucks. I disagree. I have. No, I'm, a, I'm a Marvel. I'm a Marvel fan, but I do like some DC characters like Deadpool and Batman. Yeah, I guess Death, Deadpool's Marvel, by the way. Uh, I I meant Deathstroke. Same, pretty much the same character. Deathstroke name is Slade Wilson, and Deadpool is Wade Wilson. So who was who so, first? Uh, Deadpool was first. Deadpool was first, and then... Because DC uh, has no originality? Yeah, DC pretty much piggybacked on that. It made Slade Wilson. And uh, pretty much very similar, not full... Co- uh, actually, yeah, full costume. Uh, except Deathstroke doesn't have that regenerative ability. The regeneration. Right. But, uh, yeah. Just a missionary. Um, Alright. So... That was a long time about talking about our weeks. Go figure. Well, yeah. let's talk. We had a few pay- we had a pay-per-view NXT everything going on this week. Yes, NXT TakeOver Chicago taking place at the Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois. Uh, before we even dive into this, I think I'm it was bored. super strange. What did you say? Oh, I thought you were going to ask what the, who won predictions. No. I was going to say super strange that they did not announce the attendance. Why? Why do I think it's super weird or why did they not announce it? Why super weird? Because they've announced it for every other one. Oh, gotcha. Which so far NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2 has the most. I I mean, but that was at Barclays Center. Yeah, but these are at real arenas too. Oh, are they? Same. I mean, the Air Canada Center... Freeman Coliseum is smaller. Amway Center, Allstate Arena, all these are big arenas. All right. Interesting, though. Uh, you won 5-4. Well, yeah. predictions. Uh, 
So on first match, you had Roderick Strong picking up the victory over EY. Um, I was a fan of this match as an opener. I liked how Strong attacked Sanity from behind right at the start of the match. But after I rewatched it, you're completely correct. Where's the DQ? Yeah, there was mad points in this match where I just, I did not, like, how, like, when he, when he... He hits him with the crossbody. And the ref is right there. He's watching him. He, Killian Dane hits him with, I mean, this is the only spot that I really, but he hits him with a flying crossbody on the outside of the ring. Where it's like the ref, like, quickly, like, turns away from. I I failed to see that, but it was right there. Yeah, and then the other time, like, uh, Roderick Strong had Eric Young up, and Eric Young, like, rakes his eyes right in front of the referee. And, like, the referee just, like, doesn't do anything about it. Yeah. But But I I thought the match was good. Yeah, it's still a strong match. Uh, uh, Strong finished the match with the heartache, (laughs) but... Yeah, really good match. Up next, the United Kingdom Championship. Former champion Tyler Bate lost the match. New champion Pete Dunne. Now, this match I thought was fantastic. I think it was the best match of the night. It's very close. I mean, I would say yes. But definitely especially with It was called by JR. Especially with, like, no buildup, really. Yeah, no. Because no I, I think the United Kingdom Championship is probably the worst WWE Championship currently. Unfortunately. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. Because it's been defended within the past 40 days. Unlike other titles. Days. The Universal Championship is the worst championship in WWE right now. Yeah. Well, there are so many good spots for this. There's that spot where Bate goes for that standing moonsault and then gets caught with the uh, triangle choke. Like, and just so so many fluid motions in this match. That there was lane spin. Yeah. There was the DDT reverse of the bitter end, uh, where Beat reversed uh, Dunn's finisher. Yeah. And then, like, where they had that entire punching back and forth, back and forth, that built up the entire crowd to the finish. Like, it was just a really fun match. And then I started thinking about how you were saying you don't like Tyler Beat. You like the way that well, no, when no. he came in. I'm just in. saying. Like, when, the dude, when he came in, he yeah, had that. Dude, like, now, yeah, it's like false. Like, he looked like a British gentleman or whatever, something like that. And then all of a sudden, he's all disheveled and looks like he doesn't even care about wrestling. Which made me realize. Not, not, not inside the ring, I should say. But, but it made me realize why they did that. What did you just say? What? What did you refer to him as? Disheveled? No, no. When he first came in. A gentleman? Yeah, exactly. So Who's the gentleman right now? Oh, yeah, well, right. Jack Gallagher. So you think that's why they made him do it? I, You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Both of them uh, spotting, uh, sporting the... Uh, same the basic mustache. haircut, same mustache. Mustache, haircut. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't... I mean, same wave to the crowd, like very plain up that I'm the gentleman and stuff. I think that... With Gallagher having that exposure on main television now, I really think that's the reason why they changed bait over to kind of more of a, a little bit transitioning away from that, but not not too much away, but far enough away that it doesn't get associated with Jack Gallagher. So you heard it here first, folks. Put that on your dirt sheets. Yeah. So, but amazing match, as we both said before. 
Yeah. Uh, next and, up, and had, now hopefully the United Kingdom Championship will continuously be featured. And yeah, I mean, and, both of these guys, uh, Tyler Bate, eighteen years old, Dunn, twenty three years old. I mean, I'm really, I'm, I'm getting invested in this UK title. I want to see a lot more. Yeah, we didn't even mention like results from the the UK special. Did you watch any of that? I did. Haven't gotten a chance to it yet. I, it was, but I keep on hearing really good things. Yeah, the matches were super solid. I no, I'm not shocked. Yeah, Wolf, Wolfgang, super. I just like, I just want Wolfgang on Raw or SmackDown or in NXT. I, I think he's going to be. I really, I, I think hope he's so. going to be sooner than later. I really hope so. Um, next up, you had the women's match on the uh, women's by match. The, by the way, the reason, the whole reason why Pete Dunne was number one contender was because of that special. Okay. That they, that they taped a week or two before because he beat Trent Seven to. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, Asuka picked up the victory over Ruby Riot, Nikki Cross, with as Ember Moon washed from above. Well, well um, they couldn't get Ember Moon better seats. Yeah, right? She was watching in the nosebleed section. Meanwhile, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Pat Patterson, Cassius Ono, all chilling ringside. Yeah. And she's uh, just sitting there. Eric Thames. Who? Uh, the baseball player that was sitting with Kevin yeah, Owens. Yeah. Who? Uh, he's a really good rookie. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Eric Thames, or Thames. And what's what's team is he on? What team is he on? What team is White? he on? I forget. But White Sox, Indians, I forget. Uh, oh, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it has to be White Sox. It has to be, yeah. I was going to say it has to be Chicago then. Yeah, actually, maybe it's the Cubs. Maybe it's the Cubs. But, um, yeah, it was a it was a decent match. Yeah, I, I mean, like the big spot. Probably what you're about to say. It's definitely not what I was going to say. <laughs> Go Please. ahead. What were you going to say? Go for it. No, no, you do it. You tell me what. I was going to say the spot that I liked was where, uh, what is it? Uh, Ruby Watt Riot went for that scent on Splash, and then went right into a chokehold by Asuka. Oh well, I before that. before I say the spot that I liked the most, uh, um, not really a spot, but. The the spot that I disliked the most. Agreed. Um, Asuka had um, Nikki Cross in like a German suplex position, and Ruby Riot kicks Nikki Cross. Nothing, no sell, and then like two seconds later, Asuka hits a German suplex. Yeah, that, that might be like the only hiccup for that match for me. Was that Man. little like where that should have been like an instant German suplex type of event? But I I, I just couldn't get into this match. The, well, I don't know. I I think I think first of all, Oscar now is the longest uh, has, Ra- uh, the, champion. Not longest reigning champion, but uh, she is I, right now in currently. Uh, she she currently, but she outlasted uh, Goldberg. Goldberg's streak is what I was gonna say. Yeah, Goldberg's streak is 173 and zero. Um, hers is now 174 and zero. Goldberg congratulated her, saying something and mentioned like streak in uh-huh. quotes, like almost to say as if like his number really isn't that high. Uh huh. So, and it's like that's like been like the one of the, the most debatable topics ever. 
which makes no sense. Yeah, I don't understand how they can't, like, like you have the footage. Go back and count. Yeah. Like, like you could pay me. I'll go watch Goldberg win yeah. up until he loses, and I'll tell you exactly what number it is. Yeah. But, like, uh, they were saying, they were, like, I read about it. They were saying how, like, I think it was Jericho was saying, like, how some weeks it would be, like, 42, the next week it'd be, like, 58. <laughs> so it's, like... He's like, where and what time does Goldberg get all those wins if it's in one week? Yeah. So well. I'm assuming Goldberg's streak was like a lot less than 173. I don't know. But Probably. what I was what I was gonna say, my favorite part of the match was actually the end of the match of Oscar pinning both Ruby Riot and Nikki Cross. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, I I couldn't get into this match. I actually walked away at the finish of it because I this match and the next match that took place, Bobby Roode picking up the victory over Itami, successfully defending his title. I couldn't get invested into it. What was the match I had wrong? Um, nothing. You picked up the oh, Fred, NXT five, correct yeah. five four right? Yeah. The one where we went different was the tag team. Yeah. I, I thought this was a really good match, but it just sucks that, like, a Tommy, it, like, didn't win, I guess. But oh, at, the same, at the same point, I like, I, I think I said it last week, right? With how I want the Fatal 4-Way main event or something like that. Where it's like at TakeOver Brooklyn, it could be like Rude versus Tommy versus Ono versus McIntyre or something like that. Uh-huh. So I'm like, Tommy could win it there, or he could still continue to be. Because well, after after he lost the match, they had video backstage of him like throwing stuff all around the locker room, being pissed. Yeah, going up head to head with Chris Hero. Yeah, well, Cash. Which Ono. yeah, Cash is on a which I mean, Tommy obviously. I think rumors are that he's going to heel turn uh, now, and this would be a sign of that, but. This match, well, also, I'm sorry to backtrack, but Asuka, now that she broke Goldberg's record, I think she's going to lose. But, like, you know what? I think now there, they're more, more likely to have her lose. But you got to be, like, you have to have somebody really good. Unfortunately, It's I not Ember Moon. Ember Moon is not the person to break the streak. I'm telling you that right now. I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't think it should be. But, unfortunately, I can see it. It's like if you... if. Like you, you're gonna have to have Vader in a, a dress come in and and defeat Asuka, and that's how you're gonna get the championship off of her. You need somebody super strong. You need somebody like Karma. I don't know why I started with Vader in a dress. Like, <laughs> could have just. Yeah, no, I think I I agree with you though. Um, all right, so back to this uh, NXT or, title, match. or it could be one of the. The new Japanese women that they signed. Um, Once they 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 could debut them, maybe. and like, yeah, they could, they could play it up as oh, this was Asuka's biggest feud in Japan or something like that, or they knew each other in Japan and they had yeah. a big kind of like what they did with Zayn and Kevin Owens, except this they could kind of they have leeway with maybe, like not even not even bring them in as friends, just have it right away as feud. Exactly. No, but they could they could kind of put a story to it because not too many people are as familiar with their background as they are with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Right. 
But do you, uh, regardless, do you hear leaf that's... Blowers? Do you hear these? What? Do you have the leaf blowers? No. But no. regardless, that's now... Two? Three? three? I think three. ProRSMGs.com uh, slash marking out? Yeah. Um, but this match, I... It was cool that they that Itami was working on Bobby Roode's arm, and he hit him with a glorious DDT two to, uh, twice. What did you think of his entrance? It was cool. It was cool. Uh, I think I they're running out of ideas. I could see that. But I also think that uh, next event, I think SummerSlam, he's going to lose it to someone. Whoever he feuds next, I wouldn't be well, surprised. I'm saying, I hope it's a fatal four-way, and I hope, I don't know. I, I don't. McIntyre. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. I think McIntyre is going to defeat him for Yeah. Um. But yeah, so this match underwhelming. Stupid me though. I last week I said there's no way they're gonna be disrespectful and chant for CM Punk. Yeah, totally wrong on that one. Yeah, definitely. Come on now, you should know better. It's it's no offense to anybody listening because if you're listening, you you better not be doing this. But they we should know better. It's wrestling fans and CM Punk in Chicago. Yeah. Which, by the way, CM Punk defeated... Well, actually, never... It shouldn't be a specific Chicago because other arenas do do it out of stupidity. It's yeah, the same no, I mean, New York, I'm sure New York would do it. Husky Harris to Bray Wyatt. Right. New York, I'm sure, would do the same. But uh, CM Punk defeated Sean Merriman in uh, in the, the Challenge versus the Pros thing or whatever it's called. Pros versus athletes or... I don't know. Champions versus... Pros. Yeah, I saw that clip of uh, uh, CM Punk going with Johnny Bananas. Uh, where he was yelling about him being a mark? Yeah. Yeah. Because, so. yeah, Bananas got to his face. He goes, dude, you couldn't make it in the WWE and you couldn't make it in UFC. It's like you couldn't make it in WWE. Dude was like, dude was the longest reigning champion at one point. Yeah, the guy had... The guy was just trying to get under his skin, though. Yeah. But it's like, what have you done? You've done an MTV show. Nobody knows you. He, yeah. You know what? He did pretty well for himself. I mean, I'm sure all these people that are reoccurring what, what, are what, doing he, very well. What's he, like, ultra-famous for is suing Entourage for taking Johnny Bananas and turning it into a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, same guy. <laughs> Obviously, it's the same guy. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, yeah. Some of them, I'm sure they have. I'm sure they're well off with. If they were smart, they definitely have money from the real world and stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's get on to the main event of the evening. Authors of Pain picking up the victory over DIY. Which this first, match was a lot of fun. How do you even boo Paul Ellering in Chicago? How do you do that? Dude is a, a legend heel. there. I don't care. He's a heel dude. No. I think that's I think that is I think that's great to boo a legendary heel. I think that's awesome. I mean I wasn't being but, serious, but like But this was all dives, no headlocks. No, this was a great match. You had the splashes off the ladder spot. Which like Johnny Gargano going through a Japanese ladder, I guess you could say. Or not going through? Yeah, not going through. Um, yeah, you had 
I thought a good spot, like, it was going back and forth. I thought that DIY had a really good chance to win it. And then out of nowhere, Paul Ellery grabs a hold of Gargano's leg. And I thought that was a great spot because the crowd's getting so behind them because it's a hometown crowd. Um, it's not a hometown crowd. I thought for Gargano, uh, well. Cleveland. Yeah. Ohio. Yeah, we went through that. But yeah. it, was a, it was a fantastic match. And Ooh. there was, uh, yeah. And then ultimately, Authors of Pain did, did the double powerbomb spot. Mm-hmm. And won. Yeah. And um, then WWE was, was going to cut to the end. But hold on, hold on. Oh. But they had that big spot. Like, right at the end, I thought it was really cool where they were hanging from the top of the the champ, the titles where they were hanging. They, uh, Gargano and Ciampa was, uh, Ciampa was hanging from there. Which I said, if, got, if that was TNA, both titles would have fallen. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but then they were hit with the super collider. And that was it. That was all she wrote. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you're saying, though. Aftermath, their uh, Ciampa attacked Gargano. I thought it was going to be the other way around, but it didn't happen like that. He tossed him right into the LED board. Yeah. And then put him through I, tables and stuff. I mean, I when they were in the wrestling ring, I told my girlfriend, I just said, Ciampa is turning on Gargano. Nothing. Champ, they're going up the entrance ramp. Champa is turning on Gargano. Nothing. They finally get to the top of the ramp, and I'm like, I'm thinking, all right, I guess not. And then the logo appears, but then, as you just said, then it became, there was the Champa heel turn. It's funny, because like, when that logo appears on a takeover, I, I like since Kevin Owens did that to Sami Zayn, I'll, I'll never trust that logo. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, um, I wasn't expecting it at all, and I thought it was—I thought it was really smart. I thought it was. What do you mean awesome you weren't expecting? It? You just said you said it. When well, they no, were... I mean once the logo appeared, it was unexpected to me. Oh, you know, I mean, like once the logo appeared, stupid me, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess end of the show. All right, time to turn it off. And then he does that. I'm like, oh wow, okay, because you—I I didn't expect him to go five or whatever more minutes they did, but he beat him up that high, that knee to the face that he landed on him. And then he proceeded to hit him, uh, put him through the table with, I don't know if that, what's his finisher is called, but it's pretty much Tommy dreamers finisher. The dreamer um, driver. Yeah. The dreamer driver. Uh, um, but through a table, a few tables. Yeah. I don't think, but I thought that that entire thing was awesome, especially I, I like the part where he was sitting down next to Champa, uh, next to Gargano. And Gargano is like grabbing his head, like being like kind of in a like, why did you do this? Like, why? Why Scar? Why yeah, would he was you? like he was like petting him? almost. Yeah, he was like and Champa was just like ignoring him and threw away his hand. And after that, it was just like Simba, you hear crying. Like, I thought it was awesome. And then he moved what? out. Yeah. So, all right. So that's NXT. We had a pay-per-view, which, Brandon, you picked up the victory once again, 5-4. to four. WWE Backlash taking place at the Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois. Yeah. Which I did not watch live. I had to go back after Ricky Gervais and watch it. 
Yeah. And uh, it sucks. I, I, I hate, I, I, normally when you go onto Twitter on my phone, an ad yeah, comes up first. Yeah, I don't know why first. you did this. No, because ad, an ad is always the first tweet, no matter what. And then in this Stupid. one case, it was WWE. Stupid. But Sorry, dude. I think, I think that you, you, you gotta, you know better than that. You know better. Well, I went on to tweet Ricky Gervais. You know better. But the hell, it was still a thing I wanted to see, so. Yeah, but so, I, I, Yeah, so the kickoff show happens. Ty Dillinger defeated Aiden English. As expected. Which, it, it's like, I mean, it, it really wasn't build up for this match. Um, um, there wasn't. It was just backstage yeah. stuff that they aired on YouTube and WWE.com. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this, I thought this match was incredibly entertaining. Yeah, I thought it was a good, good entertaining match to kick you off into the pay-per-view. Yeah, and I think I, I popped uh, Aiden English talking how right off the bat, Chicago, you're my hometown, blah, blah, blah. You guys suck. I'm glad I left. I thought that was great. I thought he had the coolest tight to the night. I was going to say, if anything, that would be one of my mark out moments of the weeks, but him wearing that Starry Night attire was awesome. Yeah, I was right across the street from that painting. Yeah, that's really cool. It was. It's literally that's that the Museum of Modern Art is right across the street from. Uh, is it hanging there? Yeah, I want to go check it out. That's pretty cool. That's like the only reason why I would go to that museum is to see that painting. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite painting. I mean, it's not my favorite, but oh, it's definitely mine. I think it's so cool. But yeah, so all right, opening contest: Nakamura picks up the victory over Ziggler. What are your thoughts? First off, do you think it should be opener? Well, I mean, it was a hot opener. I think it was a good way to start the show. I just, I feel like it should have been a very quick match instead of 20 minutes or whatever it was. You know what? I agree, but I disagree. I disagree that I don't think it should have been the opener. I don't think Nakamura's yeah, first. Then who? Then who? You could have had the Usos. You could have had Zayn. No, I, I would have. No. I would have rather had. I disagree with both of those. I would have rather. What about Owens? No, I, I wouldn't have had Nakamura open. I don't think that Nakamura's first uh, main roster match should have been the opener, and I feel like this match was very under uh, underwhelming. I don't think there was much to it, and like you said. I would have been A-OK. This is where I agree with you. I, I would have been A-OK if it was a quick 1-2-3 match. But I wasn't, like, disappointed with the match. I was. I was totally disappointed with it. I Ziggler had the advantage for a good amount of the match. Uh, he hit him with a nice super kick to the back of the head. But I it was just – it fell short for me. I and guess – To me, it was a disappointment. I guess just watching that match made me just, like – I guess I was like piggybacking off the Mark dream of Dolph Ziggler teaming up with Nakamura. Huh. All right. Because I think they would make a super cool team, but. I, I, well, this match was just not, I don't think this was a good match to start Nakamura on. I think as of, as of now, his uh, main roster debuts, Debut hasn't been living up to the hype. 
I mean, I even with start, even with SmackDown with too, but yeah, but I think starting off with all these promos that they've been doing with Ziggler, yeah, I think WWE, they just been awful. They didn't. They did not do it right. I I think that they brought him in hot, but I think last week we said it. It should have been Miz, and if it wasn't, then it shouldn't be. It shouldn't have been at that point. I think you could yeah, have there done was, it. There really wasn't any reason to do it, like because the buildup wasn't solid. No. And so. Ziggler, Ziggler is cutting like he's doing a good job at his promo cutting. It's just the promos that aren't good. If that makes sense. I think that Michael Jackson thing, we still have a sour taste in our mouth from that. With that whole promo yeah. where he was calling, not basically cutting a oh, promo on Michael Jackson. I'm definitely sour with that. I'm totally sour with that. It's very under... It just... Well, yeah. The next match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships... Champions, the Usos retained over Brazongo. Um, I was actually a big fan of this match, and this is why I think that this would have been a good opener. I thought that this was I, the reason. Of, the reason why I don't think you could have this as an opener is because it was like what I would classify as super indie. But I enjoyed this match over other things I refer to as super indie. I think that this wasn't. Am I, I, can am can I, you I, understand? Can you I understand can. Super Indie? Dude. You know, the dude switched gimmicks I, three I, times, two times. Yeah, but I don't find that Super Indie. I mean, we've seen that like Santino and stuff do it before. I think that's the comedic aspect because Super Indie, in my mind, I think of. I, in like, su- Super Indie, I guess. I just Yeah, but that's not it's also. High, high spots and it stuff. It doesn't like have that. to be Super Indie in the sense of high spots or the Young Bucks. It could be Super Indie in the sense of Colt Cabana. And, I, and I, even in WWE 2017 today, I think if there was like a way to get Colt Cabana to, 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 to do that in WWE, I just don't think there's a way to do it. I just don't. I I don't I see where you're trying to say, but I don't agree with it being super indie. But I think that it would have been a great opener because of the crowd reaction. The crowd was really into this match, and it went. Back I, I think and, I think this was one. Of, I think I mean this was my to, not favorite my favorite match on the card of the night. Honestly, not to knock Kevin Owens or AJ because I thought that match was really good. Also, but just for how much fun I had watching Usos and Brazongo. It's like Brazongo's like they're literally doing whatever they can yeah. to grab the brass ring here. I mean, and they have I, done I for the past few weeks. Months. I thought Brazongo was definitely going to win it. I did too. There was that, there was that one point where uh, one of the Usos was distracted, and then Breeze hit the unprettier, and I was just like, "Oh, this is definitely it." But then uh, one of them came flying off the top rope to break it up, and then I thought the end of it was awesome. Where it was that it ended with wait no that was the Monday Night Raw SmackDown yeah yeah SmackDown but there was just so many good spots of this and I think that overall I think this was maybe the best week of Usos Brizango in a while well I mean we because we don't really we haven't really gotten much interaction between them the build up for the tag team titles was garbage. I think that no, I agree, but I think this week they did really well. Yes, and also SmackDown as well as if yeah, you, 
Yeah, yeah. In general, overall, I think that this was really good. And I'm, I'm invested in this feud because I want to see Breezango win. 100%. Yeah, a lot of people want to see that. And they absolutely should win that. Oh, yeah. They are over. And uh, don't get me wrong. Just because you have that comedic gimmick of Breezango, I don't think that you could automatically toss it away to the back burner and say they're just there as a filler. I think that they have enough of a connection with the fans and they are also – they don't lack in the ring in abilities. And I think that just because they have a comedic gimmick, I think that this could sell. Yeah. Uh, next up, this just – I couldn't – I wouldn't buy. Sami Zayn picking up the victory over Baron Corbin with the Huluva kick. I, I don't – this I don't understand what they did. Baron Corbin, the lone wolf, the guy who has – he was – he's going in and out of title feuds. He – former Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner, uh, beating down Sami Zayn constantly, and now he loses to Sami Zayn. I, I don't understand the reasoning. I mean, even if you want to elong – you wanted to elongate the feud a little bit, you, you – I don't think that this was the way to do it. I don't think it was smart to have Corbin lose. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, I just, I really, I don't get that at all. Yeah. But anything else to add to this? Mm, not really, no. All right, well, women's match. Carmella, well, the welcoming committee, picked up the victory over Lynch Flair Naomi, your champion, uh, sharpshooter to Lynch. Uh, nothing really to say here. Nothing for me. No. All right, Kevin Owens, champion, U.S. champion, picking up the victory over AJ Styles. Um, for me, I couldn't really get with the match. I was watching it, but I was also uh, it didn't really grab grab me too much. But you liked it a lot. Yeah, I thought this match was really good. Uh, AJ Styles, uh, the, just the barricade. I mean, yeah. obviously, I wouldn't have chosen the countdown, but I actually really liked the end. I liked that he was going for the Styles Clash, and his foot fall, fell through one of the. Uh, to me, the that's just not. I don't believe that. I, I I was a fan of it because it was different, and I I'm a big fan of different, and I I like the this finish to it. I. And it's not a clean victory, so now you can also have Owen style number two. Except they just randomly they they just go right into Money in the Bank. Yeah, I yes, which but, is another reason why I don't like it because they just they literally they literally just like nope, we're not doing that unless they still are. I, but based well, off the of the main is, event, I, I'm saying. But I, I I like the finish of it, but the one thing is now I feel like. I feel like Styles should stick to the U.S. title. It shouldn't be, oh, we there's an opening for the WWE Championship. Yeah, I want to go for that. I feel like right now is the time to build the U.S. title. So I feel like you should have, have some of your top guys focus on that U.S. title and say, that is the title I want to win. Not, oh, wait, I'm going to go money in the bank and do this WWE. I think that they should have at least three of their top guys, Owens, Styles, Nakamura, focus on this 
U.S. title and go after that while you allow Mahal, Orton, or a few other wrestlers go for that WWE instead of having everyone piggyback and go to the WWE. Well, that's makes not, sense. Not happening. So. Oh no, but makes sense. Uh, but don't you like. Like there are, I mean, there shouldn't be like a million people going after the U.S. championship. No, no, no. But I'm saying it should at least be split up between U.S. and WWE. I don't know. Like yeah. you shouldn't have everybody going after WWE. You should like, have. Even, it split. I mean, even Kevin Owens is going after the WWE championship, which I don't like. I yeah, want. It's just that's what you. That's every champion's always done that. You want to be WWE champion. Yeah, but I want I want to see the U.S. Yeah, but the thing is, I want to see them build the U.S. title, and I feel like if you're saying I'm going to go for the WWE too, I feel like okay, you're saying that you are tough, you are uh, good enough that you can do so, but I feel like it's also taken away from the fact that the U.S. Championship is uh is um, huge. Like I would be cool if Owens was like, you know what? I don't want to be in this match because I'm U.S. champion, and that's a million times better than WWE champion. I think that that would be because, and he could say, I am. I don't want to represent this company that didn't rep, that didn't represent me. I don't want to represent U.S., but I'm representing U.S. because whatever else, you know. But so next up, they, we had Luke Harper defeating Eric Rowan. It was a good big man match. I enjoyed the match, but like I said, you could have them have the best match of all time, and it means nothing. Yeah, I mean, there was one spot, like, I was not a fan of the, like, I mean, the powerbomb into the Her Karana. Like, I mean, it's one of, it's two big men trying to do Lucha Libre, like, do Cruiserweight style, and I've never been a fan of it. I mean, you sent me a clip the other day of two... Uh, bigger athletes performing that Lucha Libre aspect. And I get it. I give kudos that you can do it. That's very tough, especially at your size, to perform such maneuvers. But it doesn't mean that I – It to me, it's not entertaining. But that's just my opinion. Like Big Show versus Braun Strowman, I enjoyed it. You didn't like it. But, no. But uh, I'm not, I mean, I, I'm not, like, yeah, not enjoying Luke Harper versus Eric Rowan, but it's just not – it's just there's no buildup. There's no good buildup, at least. And let's he, talk he about goes on. Out. He goes on talking smack with a clown mask, destroys it, whatever. Oh, I want a match. But let's talk about this outcome. How many times has have we seen Rowan in talking smack and all of that? And then compared to Luke Harper, who was just floating there, and now Luke Harper defeats Rowan, who both of us picked to win. I think that it, I think Eric Rowan should have won this. Oh, yeah, doesn't make sense. Yeah. What were the other two matches I got wrong? Oh, I got uh, the main event wrong. Yeah, main event. And although Corbin. I did say I wanted to see oh, Jinder Corbin. win. Yeah, you you picked Orton, Corbin, Rowan. So the main event, WWE Championship, new champion Jinder Mahal defeated Randy Orton. Yeah, best uh, news ever. To me, this match was blah. I fell asleep and I had to. I was like, I need to shut this off. And then I woke up in the morning, and as soon as I woke up, I turned it on. But I am very happy with this outcome. Very, very happy with this outcome. 
I'm it, very it was, happy. It was, it's so necessary. It was so needed. Yeah. Randy Orton's been the most boring champ since WrestleMania. That's been on television. Yeah. I agree. Because other I, than Randy Orton, the other boring champion is Brock Lesnar. Because Brock Lesnar's not here. Yeah. Um, but what did you think of Orton's toss, like back body drops? Well, the back, where, back where body he realized where you see his face, and he realizes like whoops. Yeah. I mean, they were. I mean, I mean, it doesn't look like there was like. Didn't look like they got hurt. No, I. I mean. I, I don't think that was intentional either, you know? Right. I can't imagine him saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out there and do this to these people. I mean, yeah. But it was a good match, uh, and I'm, I'm more than happy with the outcome. Yeah. Uh, Jinder Mahal deserves it like crazy. I mean, I think that's amazing. Which just means Zack Ryder needs to work out super extra hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully gain, that did And comes. gain even more muscle. And when he returns, yeah. he could be WWE champion. Yeah. Hey, never say never. The one thing I wish had happened that didn't happen was uh, Jinder Mahal, instead of like celebrating the way he celebrated, I wanted, I would have liked to have like have him like cut a promo on WWE and the fans. Mm -hmm. But, whatever. Yeah. Moving on to some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which kicked off with Bray Wyatt discussing Brock Lesnar. Who again, yeah. let me say it, nowhere to be found. Roman Reigns comes out. It's my yard. Then they go face-to-face, -face and Kurt Angle sets up a match. First match of the night, Roman Reigns defeating Bray Wyatt via disqualification because Samoa Joe comes out and attacks Roman Reigns. And then he locked the Coquina Clutch in on Bray Wyatt. Mm -hmm. And then Seth Rollins came out and chased Joe off. Rollins... Was able to hit, I mean, Reigns was able to hit Bray Wyatt with the Superman punch. And then you have your classic tag team setup match for the main event. Was it entertaining? Not not quite. Uh, yeah, it didn't do anything for me. It was kind of predictable, but whatever. Agreed. Up next, you had Tozawa defeating Davari. Um... I think a promo between Tozawa and Brian Kendrick would have been better than this. Better than having Kendrick watching from backstage and talking to commentary. Yeah, I thought that was kind of... Uh, I don't I don't remember ever seeing that before. Mm. But I think it would have been... Like, have some sort of build-up for a street fight for 205 Live rather than just have Tozawa have a match, defeat Davari. Like they did on a WWE.com segment. They had... Um, Kendrick, I think, attacked Tozawa, and then they like brawled a little bit, and got pulled apart. That could have been that could have been raw. I don't think yeah. there was. I don't think it was necessary to have a match there. I I agree. 
I don't think there was it was necessary. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen that. Nah. Um, and this match just bleh to me. But uh, before this, you had uh, Kurt Angle. He was talking to Reigns and Rollins, blah blah blah. But more importantly, the Drifter, Elias Sampson, walks by him playing his guitar, and Kurt Angle's like, "Hey, you've been trying to get my attention. Well, now you have it." How about a match versus Dean Ambrose? Set in stone, does it? So now Elias Samson's in the ring doing an in-ring concert. The match begins. Elias Samson picking up the victory over Dean Ambrose. Miz on commentary. I thought it was a good match. Uh, well, picked I up thought, the victory over him via disqualification. Yes, by DQ, but it makes sense. I thought the match was a damn good debut match. Oh, I yeah. And I, I really... I. Miz gets in the ring. It's like, oh, looking at Dean Ambrose, looking at Samson, attacks Samson, and uh, basically bam roasted to Dean Ambrose because it's like you just lost. Yeah, and the entire match, Miz is talking about how if he gets DQ'd in their match, title changes hands. Yeah. And so that's exactly what he did in this match. He went out there, got the DQ, and he was just like, hey, you see? Be Which careful. I really, I kind of want to see, instead of Miz getting the championship, I kind of want to see Elias Sampson get it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that would be really cool if he was the next champion. Yeah. I think, I think he's a tremendous talent. And uh, just like, I really, I think he's one of the most impressive superstars on the roster today, and I'm glad he's finally getting used. I still, even though he was on NXT, I'm not too familiar with, but... I thought he was very good. I thought I mean, just this was just a, seeing him wrestle live was like, oh, like that was just like that sold it for me completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Am- Ambrose afterwards even went to attack Miz, and then Samson stepped in, hit him with that reverse, the rolling cutter. I mean, uh huh. And uh, maybe there's some sort of cahoots there. You know. Who knows? But only time will tell. I was a big fan of there's this one spot where Dean Ambrose came off the turnbuckle and got rocked with a knee to the face by Samson. Yeah, he was throwing man knees on, on, on Monday Night Raw. I thought that was really cool. But this goes back to what you said last week where you thought that they were doing too many knees. I'm a fan that's, of that. Yeah, that's funny Like that I said that and then he threw mad knees in this match. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the knees though. I mean, I'd rather it's see certain... a knee than a super kick this day and age. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, also taking place Monday Night Raw, Enzo was found knocked out backstage. And uh, Cass came running like, oh, who did this? Nobody knows anything. Do you think it was Big Cass? Or could it be the revival? No, I th- but well, I don't. Rumor, rumor. I did see a picture of revival backstage, walking. Really? They walked. Uh, they walked behind a commentator in the back, like you know, like ta- uh, enhancement talent do that get brought in. So who knows? Maybe they actually were there. I mean, but on the other hand, maybe it was Cass. That's what that's I. Remember. It definitely. That's the only it, thing I thought. They definitely set it up so there's a few options there. Yeah. So, uh, next up, you ended up having uh, Finn Balor t- 
taking stage with Paul Heyman. Uh, Paul Heyman seems to be a Finn Balor guy. Yeah, he said he's the most talented person in WWE today. Yeah. I... And he said he wants to see Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor the most. Yeah. He's like, oh, of I... course I don't want to see Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And he pretty much says he really hyped up Balor big time. I was very – and then he – I had to listen to this back. But didn't he say he could beat Brock Lesnar? I don't – I don't remember him saying didn't that. Didn't he – like in his uh, – his like verbiage of it, it sounded to me like he was saying that Brock Lesnar will be victim to Finn Balor. I don't know, but um... – this just like it's like last week I said I don't see Finn Balor being able to defeat um, Brock Lesnar without the club, which maybe Balor wrestling Anderson maybe that could just be a ruse by both Balor and the club. Like they want to make it look like they're not really on the same page, but then pay per view comes, Finn Balor ends up winning the match, he's number one contender. Goes on to the next pay-per-view, and they're in the match. Club comes out. Oh, my God, they're here to hurt Finn Balor. And then, no, they help him beat Brock. Yeah. Or if Paul Heyman said what you think he said. I, I maybe almost... Paul, maybe Paul turns, Lesnar, goodbye, and then he comes the new, yeah. no, new Heyman guy. I'm not too sure, but I... Because let's, let's face it, though, Balor's not the greatest on the mic. No, but I i mean, but he's not bad. No, but he's not the greatest. And Paul Heyman, I, I guess, maybe could help that. I don't think yeah. it's necessary. I could see, if anything, I could see Balor, maybe Heyman, like, hyping up Balor and stuff. But I could see once he says, hey, you want to be a Heyman guy and shakes his hand, I could see Balor, like, turning on him to a huge crowd pop. Leaving Paul Heyman, uh, like beaten or after like he hits one move to him to deny him the being a Heyman guy yeah I don't know about but that but she hate Balor even further with the crowd I think that would be cool yeah but then you're feuding with Brock even more no 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 or you can feud with Heyman brings in another guy no I don't want to see more Heyman guys unless it's gonna happen like well, you can't, I mean, I do. I I, I, I like Heyman guys. I think it's a, but the next Heyman guy I want to see is someone that you can build up though. But yeah. Uh, next up, you had this led right into Balor picking up the victory over Carl Anderson with uh, Luke Gallows at ringside. Already said that, but oh, but we were still talking about the Heyman stuff. Well, I mean, I went on to the match. Oh well. I, I guess speak you about out. the match if you want to speak about the match. Yeah, I mean, there was really not too much to talk about match-wise, but I guess you can t- toss out the Bullet Club ideas now. I did that already. Yeah, well, I mean, you could, like, throw it out completely. Why? Well, with them having a match together, and then Gallo is cheap-shotting Balor. Well, like they're I said, completely. I just want this could be a whole ruse to get everyone to think that they're on opposite sides. I mean, it definitely could be. It could be, but then that tosses Balor as a heel. No? Yeah, I don't care. I'll take a heel Balor. All right. 
Next up, you had Sasha Banks pick up a victory over Alicia Fox alongside Noam Dar. Uh, double knee finish in the turnbuckle to pick up the victory. Dar gets slapped by Banks, and then Fox attacks Banks post-match with that scissor kick. It's like, I don't know, like, Fox controlled the whole match. Yeah. And then, it, I yeah, I it's kind of pointless, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah, up let's, next, let's listen to what they say, folks. next, Kalisto defeated Apollo Crews, which I didn't expect Kalisto to win this. No, I, I did like the intro to this where uh, Titus O'Neil was just like, oh, you want to be our first international client? Yeah. And like, I thought that was cool. That was entertaining. And he goes, no, and then that's how the match gets set up. Um, I like the pairing of Titus and, and Cruz, though. Yeah, it's starting to come together for me. And I hope Apollo Crews turns heel. Starting to get, go together for me. My whole flaw is, like, I like this, but Titus O'Neil, I really want to see him as, like, a champion. I think the guy has potential still. Just, like, I think he can do something. Well, I feel like at this point in time, he's just going to be there as a manager, and I think he could be the the microphone that Apollo Crews needs. Uh-huh. And just what, then once he doesn't need him anymore, and there's less of a cluster I, I around mean, any of these titles, you can move O'Neill there. Even before that, though, like they could even tag if necessary. Uh huh. So. Yeah, you have your options. Yeah. Uh, uh. Next, you had Matt Hardy defeating Sheamus, which I think my favorite thing from the match was the head smashes into the turnbuckle pads. To, yeah. to each three ropes, which I, I, during Raw, I was like, I really don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah. And I was just randomly watching Kazarni's debut in WWE mm-hmm. and uh, against MVP, and he does that in the match. Um, I was a big Kazarni fan. It's a shame. Uh, was, it's such yeah. a shame that, they, that that just didn't work out. I, I was watching him on uh, Marky's stream the other day on your that, mark. That's why I went to watch it, I guess. Yeah, I, I thought it was a really, it was a funny promo, well, a funny uh, interview and everything like that. Um, yeah, go check out On Your Mark uh, with Mark E. Extreme. Um, yeah. Very entertaining. So because Matt Hardy won, the Hardy boys were able to pick the stipulation for their match at Extreme Rules. It's not a final deletion, but it's a cage match, which I like. And I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, it should be fun. Uh, next up, you had Austin Aries pick up the victory over Tony Nese. Uh, Tony Nese taps, and then following the match, Neville gets in the ring and makes Tony Nese tap again, being well, like a Neville. Oh, Neville was there. He was like, um, like he's there, at ring, yeah. ringside, making sure Neville get uh, Nese gets the job done. Yeah. Doesn't happen. Aries, by the way, that suplex rolled right into the last chancery was great. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Rob Nice gets the rings of Saturn put on him. Yeah. So, uh, next up you had Alexa Bliss, champion in a non-title match for picking the victory over Mickey James. Uh, not too much to say about this. Just really, the at, main at, takeaway, yeah, is Bliss using the kendo stick on Mickey James afterwards. Yeah, and then Bailey coming out making the save with the kendo stick. Yep, and uh, then Bliss left. Yeah, 
And honestly, based off of this match, I really I do not think Mickey James should be on Raw. She shouldn't have been moved over to Monday Night Raw. Should have been left on SmackDown. I I have to see more right now. I'm not convinced that she would do anything on SmackDown. I'm like, not convinced yeah. with SmackDown that they're doing anything as is. Right, exactly. But they're really not doing anything with her either. Like they're not. Like Mickey James is. You they, you brought her in as like a legend or whatever, to face Asuka, and then she comes yeah. back a few months or a month or two after. And returns to the full-time roster as this legend in pro wrestling, in modern pro wrestling, and you're not using her to that. Like it, as it's like if you had Trish Stratus return, you wouldn't treat her like this. Yeah. Same thing with Lita. Like it just wouldn't. That's not a, like it makes no sense the way that they're playing Mickey James off like that. Yeah, it's very confusing what's going on with Mickey James right now. Yeah. But, yeah, so main event of the evening, Bray Wyatt and Samoa Joe pick up the victory over Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Um, yeah, there, there was a few, one spot that I really liked was where Roman Reigns, uh, I think Bray Wyatt, moved out of the way. And Samoa Joe, uh, I mean, uh, Roman Reigns went for, was going for the Superman punch. And he was about to hit Roman Reigns, but then he pulled the no, Superman punch. and like Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, Seth Rollins, I mean. And then he pulled the punch and, like, shoulder blocked him. Yeah. I like that. Instead of him actually hitting the move, like, I like that he had enough time to pull back the move and not hit him with it. Yeah. It was something, like, usually we would see him connect with that, kind of like in a spot with a spear. Yeah, like, exactly. Or, or a bro kick. I like that he pulled back the move once it registered, that it wasn't his his target. It was nice to see him, like, body Seth Rollins instead. Because that at least shows, like... No, I'm still on the same page as you. He just moved out of the way. Like yeah. I could have hit you with the Superman punch, but I stopped it. Yeah, there's nowhere I, else for me to go. Yeah, but um, Joe he gets out of the way. Whatever Bray Wyatt pulls Roman Reigns out of the ring, hits the sister Abigail, and then Joe locked in the Coquina clutch to win. Yeah, um, and that's then, really good. Uh, oh no, no, yeah. Kurt Angle announced Finn Balor versus Joe versus Bray next week, and then Rollins versus Reigns for next week. Which I don't that I don't that makes no, makes no sense. I think it's just more to show that they may have been a team tonight, but come Money in the Bank, uh, whatever the next pay per view is, rules. yeah, they're not going to Extreme Rules. They're not going to be a team. There are no teams, so I do like the aspect of Rollins versus Reigns, and I like Balor how he initiated. He was just like. How about putting me against one of them, and then it's like you could have two of them. I I, I like that idea. Um, all right. Next up, we had SmackDown. Yeah, Shane McMahon kicking off the show to announce who will be in the Money in the Bank ladder match at the Money in the Bank pay per view. Which it's so stupid that it's not a Raw and SmackDown pay per view. Mm-hmm. But he announced AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler. Kevin Owens came out, and Shane's like, bro, you're not in it. Nakamura's in it, not you. Which, Kevin Owens complained. Basically said why he should be in it, and then Shane's like, okay, you're the sixth person. Yeah. After announcing it's only a five-person one. Um, But, like, the, the main takeaway for this, for me, is I don't understand why... Like, how do you not have Rusev in this? 
You have what? Orton. You have yeah. Orton getting a rematch for the title at Money in the Bank. Maybe Rusev's not fully healed yet. <laughs> but like the promos that he cut, I demand a match at at Money in the Bank, a championship match or whatever. I don't even know if he mentioned Money in the Bank or not. But like, if he's a hundred percent healed or whatever, or if he's ready to come back, he should have been in this match. Yeah. So. I, I definitely agree. I think that it's a little bit odd that he's not in this match, and I don't like that Kevin Owens is in this match. I don't like that the... I mean, as of now, the U, well, U.S. title is not be defended. Even without that, I thought it was lame that Shane announced a five-person Money in the Bank match because I hate when it's just five people. And then I thought it was just lame of him adding Kevin Owens the way he added. He goes, well, no, okay, you're the sixth person. Yeah. I thought that was so lame. So, and like, it's like, it makes no sense. You have, um, Ty Dillinger, I think was one of the most over people at Backlash. Wasn't even on the main card. Could have a hundred percent. First of all, look at the people in the match. Baron Corbin lost at, at, at Backlash. AJ Styles lost the Backlash. Dolph Ziggler lost the Backlash. What did they do to deserve a number one contender shot? They lost that at the pay-per-view. Ty Dillinger wins, not even close to being in this match. Sami Zayn won. Don't think he should have won, but still, he's in the match. Kevin Owens, he won his match, but I really don't think he should be in the match either. Yeah. You have Mojo Rawley. Andre the Giant winner. You want to tout him as that? Build him up. Do something with him. He's just sitting in the back doing nothing. Put him in the money in the bank. You go into it knowing he's not going to win the Money in the Bank briefcase, but let him do something. Mm-hmm. It just makes no sense. That's how WWE Killing Characters 101. It makes no sense. They just keep doing this. Yeah. I'm. It's just... I don't know. But... Yeah. So, not the first thing. match of the evening, we had Becky Lynch and Charlotte teaming up, which is stupid, to defeat Natalia and Carmella, which is stupid that they lost. Nothing. Nothing. Like, I, like I Carmella's nothing. been on a streak. I don't understand. Like, why not continue to build her up as number one contender or something? Instead, yeah. you have the welcoming committee, Charlotte, Becky, they all complained to Shane McMahon backstage about how they should be having a title shot. And Shane's like, oh, we'll have a fatal five-way next week. Yeah. And then, then, then there's rumors that there's going to be a women's money in the bank match, which, again, it's so super that Raw's not included. Because Monday Night Raw, like, I don't want to see a bunch of these people in a money in the bank match. If they're no. going to make a women's money in the bank match. Yeah. So, it's just, it's, it's a shame that. I mean, I, I would want to see a money in the bank match. Yeah, but, like, not with all these people. Like, what the hell is to mean it? Like, what? I, I, I don't, don't know. S- what, unfortunately, what else are you going to do? You go back in time. You slip the one in there. You have them, you have them make it a, a joint pay-per-view. Yeah, but that's the only thing. I mean, a Money in the Bank match now, you have a limited roster that you're, you're pretty much tossing your entire roster into one match. And that means utilizing the participants that aren't really... What do, wait, what do, what do you mean you're tossing the whole roster in? The whole women's roster, pretty much. Which is why... For, would, for SmackDown. 
which is why it would have been better if it was a joint pay per view. If they oh, are course, going but, to do that, because current, then you could have. It's not the deal. This, but realistically, that's not what's, what can happen. Right. But like, if they did a joint pay per view, you'd have three Money in the Bank matches that night. One being WWE Championship, one being Universal Championship, and then one you just have a, a cross co branded match for the women. Yeah. Like Alicia Fox, she's not going into a, a ladder match like that. Tamina yeah. shouldn't be going into a match like that. It's not going to be like, this doesn't make sense. And what are you going to have four women in the match? Yeah. But, all right, next up you had Sami Zayn pick up a victory. Another one over Baron Corbin. With a surprising on. quick roll up. 20 seconds. 20 seconds. And then, and then and then Corbin uh, Corbin attacked him, dragged him into the crowd, using the chair and everything. But twenty seconds, someone you you hyped up a lot, and someone that you have potential in, Baron Corbin. I mean, Sami Zayn has potential too, but someone that you were trying to really build up strong, and now you're gonna have. Well, I mean, in the same seconds. sense, of, but the twenty seconds means nothing if it's the quick roll up. I think, I keep it, telling I think you it's that. awful. No, I that, think that, it's that, awful. No, time means nothing when it's that quick roll-up. Sorry, I think that it's piggybacking off of Sunday, and I'm not a fan of it. But the time means nothing when you got the quick roll-up. All right, so then regardless, that sport, you have two losses in a row for Baron Corbin. Yes, but now Baron Corbin so, dominated the hell out of Sami Zayn there. I um, don't care. Not a fan. Next up, you had the uh, Punjabi celebration. Uh, Jinder Mahal, WWE champion, making his way to the ring to a huge Punjabi celebration. Yeah, they had dancers, they had music, no cake. <laughs> uh, no cake. Like, I don't was, understand. I how do, you, how do you have a celebration without cake? Nah, well, they didn't. But I thought it was a good good segment. You I thought what? it was For me, I was just... Wasn't really into it. I thought it was fine. Do you hear that? You hear what? Street cleaning. No, I mean, kind of, but not really. All right. Well, maybe but, we yeah, but I wasn't really into it. Um, he trashed Orton, which I thought was fine. That was the good thing to do. Um, but that segment, whatever. Up next, though, we had Brazongo. Earlier in the night, turning all their stuff into uh, Shane McMahon. I was, I thought it was hilarious when they turned on the water guns. Yeah, he goes, they were, they were like, oh, do you want our guns? Shane's like, you have guns too. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Yeah. And they bring out the the water guns, but they turned in all their stuff, and Shane's like, you, you guys don't have to do this. You're not real detectives. But uh, so they they did it, and uh, Shane's like, you know you. You really don't have to do this, and I'll give you matches. You guys were really impressive last night. Yeah. So you had Breeze defeating Jay Uso. Then you had Fandango defeating Jimmy Uso. And then they challenged the Usos to a title match, I believe. Or did the Usos do it? The They did, Fandango. Yeah, so then the Usos ended up defeating Brazongo to retain the titles. But this match is awesome. I thought that the two quick matches before were good and leading right into this. And I thought that this was a lot of a lot of fun. You had like double super kick at one point. But I have to say I like the small package into the splash. This was a more he, it was a more serious match in the pay per view. 
Yeah, it was. Then you had the last dance into the splash for the finale, and I thought it was really good. It was fun. And I think the the whole Brazongo, like all of the segments combined, were the best things about this episode of SmackDown. Yeah. And I honestly, I really did think Brazongo were going to win the titles on SmackDown too. I I'm a believer. I like that. This was SmackDown was when they were doing the the rollout of the the Uso splash, right? What's that? Where where Breeze was rolling, kept rolling to the corners for the splash. Uh, I don't recall. Or was that the pay per view? I think it was SmackDown, but I really don't recall. Yeah. yeah. Well, I enjoyed the match. It yeah. Is matches, I should say. Main event of SmackDown, you had AJ Styles teaming up with Shinsuke Nakamura to defeat Dolph Ziggler and Kevin Owens. The match, I thought, was... I mean, not I thought. The match was super long. Um, I did not hate that, though. Yeah. I just wish they were treating Nakamura as unbeatable. Instead of I, having him show weakness. I agree. I think it would have helped if he had a quick match on Sunday. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. It should have been the Kinshasa 1-2-3. Yeah, it shouldn't have even been anything like It should have been AJ Styles starting off the match. And then him and Owens battling on the outside. Or then the hot tag happening at some point. And right away, Kinshasa victory. It's like Nakamura, I think you should have started out like quick matches and then gradually expanded to matches of this length. Yeah. But I, I honestly, it's like AJ Styles and Nakamura, that's like a crazy awesome tag team that like people would dream about. Yeah. It's like, honestly, like if you think of two, I, I feel like I would know your answer already. If you think of two people who have never really teamed together to like in history of wrestling that could have tagged up that would have been like the ultimate like the best tag team the coolest tag team or whatever yeah who would you pick coolest tag team to team up not even not coolest but like probably like the most like i don't know the best tag team to to tag up are we talking fantasy wise yeah obviously fantasy wise because it's never happened um, huh. For, for me, I think there's only real one answer here. And What's I'm surprised, I'm surprised you're not saying it. Because I thought for sure you would say it. HBK and Bret Hart. No. I wouldn't be a fan of that because I, that's I like, that's like the I mean, I hated uh, Shawn Michaels. No, but you're taking like storyline into consideration. Yeah, I wouldn't have been a fan of that. Take into the consideration of ability-wise only. No, yeah. I wouldn't have been a fan of that tag team at they're, all. They're I, the I ultimate. It. They're the most ultimate tag team that I think could ever tag up. I disagree. They, I well, wouldn't have been a fan of that. The name. Come out with me the two names. Two names. All right, all right. What about... Um, let's go with... Can I go with Ono Cesaro? No, because they're a tag team already. Um, I don't think you know how fantasy works, so we're just going to move well, on. It's a fantasy. Uh, no, because it's already, happened. it's already happened. Not happened. in WWE main eh, stage. It doesn't matter. Move on. Not what I was talking about. Moving on, uh, 205 Live, I guess we'll discuss really quick. Go for um, it. 
Swan's match doesn't matter. No offense to Rich Swan or Davari. Uh, Cedric Alexander made his return. Uh, took on Johnny Boone, Jobber. But uh, I don't think it was what it should have been. What do you mean? It just, like, there wasn't, like, I don't know. It just didn't make, like, it. why would he not return when, when uh, Noam Dar was attacking Rich Swan? Like, Rich Swan did everything he did for Cedric yeah, Alexander. That makes, I, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. That would have made sense. But uh, main event, Tozawa defeating Brian Kendrick in a street fight, which I think this was my favorite match from Tuesday. It was kind of like ECW matches with like where the weapons, they weren't really the main focus in the street fight. Uh-huh. But there were weapons used. Yeah. I thought this match was great. And I think yeah. if you didn't watch this match, definitely check it out. That I did not. Uh, not so yet. definitely, definitely watch it. Um, no. You want to touch on Same. NXT really quick? or Yeah. I, uh, I almost said Tyler Black. Uh, Alistair Black picked up victory over Kurt Hawkins. Um, I'm still a big fan of how he picks up his opponent with his foot to set up the Black Mask, but didn't work with Hawkins. But I like that. I really like this match. Uh, you had Velveteen Dream making his NXT debut, picking up a uh, victory over Robert Anthony. Um, I thought that this was a good match. Uh, Patrick Clark, his gimmick is kind of like a Breeze-ish mixed with Prince. Like Tyler Breeze mixed with Prince. Um, interesting to see what's going to happen with that. And then Drew McIntyre picked up the victory over Wesley, uh, Wesley Blake. The thing I was going to say earlier, I like the fact that Aleister Black and Drew McIntyre's matches weren't quick matches. I like that they were actually, uh, back and forth. I like Wesley Blake has, uh, his, uh, offense. The same thing with Kurt Hawkins. I was a big fan of that, that it was just a fast victory. I kind of wish that they would team Murphy and Blake up back up. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure, I have a feeling at some point they will. I hope you so. You one of them out with an injury, though? Uh, or Murphy? I didn't think he was, but... I thought one Murphy may have been injured or something. I don't know. That's why he hasn't been on. But, yeah, um... So that is sports entertainment. Uh, unfortunately, uh, at this time, we're going to mention a significant uh, event, traumatic event that took place this past week. Uh, there was a terrorist attack that happened in Manchester uh, at an Ariana Grande concert. Um, many lives were taken. Uh, terrorists claimed um, responsibility and just very, very unfortunate uh very sad very scary um just kids going to a concert ariana grande concert uh and then this takes place uh very very sad scary moment and our thoughts and condolences go out to all the family and friends uh of those lost and involved uh just horrific events just yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like I don't, I just, I don't, I'll never understand terrorism. No, it, it's just hate uh, amped up to the next level, and it's just it's wild, and I can't even fathom the thought. They got to the point where people are posting on Facebook, and I'm like, I I can't even watch this. I can't even. 
I don't even want to see it because it's just so just pictures like just pictures of the kids outside uh, and people crying and yeah, it's real, but it's, um, it's just very traumatic and tragic, but yeah, our thoughts and condolences go out to the family and friends of those involved. Um, and I think it's appropriate right now that we take a little break and we'll be back right here on Mark it Out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your hero, Chris Hero, and you're listening to Mark it Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Mark and Out, episode 329. Uh, moving on to some outside the ring news. Um, the biggest news, I guess. Uh, WWE announced, well, not really the biggest news, but WWE announced the 32 women tournament will be titled the May Young Classic. It will tape yeah. at Full Sail University on July 13 and 14. No one uh, announced yet, I don't believe, right? No, nobody's announced yet. Speculation that Lita may be one of the ring announcers, on uh, one of the commentary people for this. I hope not, but... <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not convinced on with her on commentary, but, you know, whatever. But it should be interesting to see who they end up bringing in and who would win such a thing. I hope that they do reach out outside of United States. No, like, they I are. Like they, it's it's going to be like the the cruiserweight. Okay, so they're going to bring like people from the UK and all over too. Yeah, Japan, China right. probably if there's – yeah. But yeah. it's like it's it's hard. Like we just discussed. Did we discuss Oscar? We did on on here, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to like like how do you not have her win it? What do you mean? Like she's the most dominant female in WWE right now. How do you not have Oscar enter this tournament I've... and win it? Hmm. You know what? I don't know. Would you have her in it? I mean, that's the thing. Like, right, probably so she probably shouldn't be in it. But like at the same time, she like a hundred percent. Like, if you're doing a tournament to find like the best woman or whatever, she, like she's she's your champion for the longest time or whatever. Whoa. And she just defeated. She just broke Goldberg's legendary streak from WCW. Well, there's different ways you can go about this. I mean, you can have her enter. Because she's saying that she's looking for the best competition, so you could have her enter yeah, and start from. Could be that, yeah. You have her start from, uh, from the first round, you know. Or have no, no, seat, not even, her, not even. But you know, you, hold on, hold on. You could have her seated number one and make her way through to the finals, and then either win, or, or you could have her lose in the finals to whoever it is, or you could losing. have the winner of this face Oscar for the championship, like where she comes out and say like, oh, they say. They were looking for the best, but I'm the best, and then that sets up her next feud perfectly. Yeah, or you just if you want to use Oscar, you could have her enter the tournament, make her way to the finals, and then I would vote for her to say, you know what, I know I can beat you, whoever is in the finals with her. I'll put the title on the line, and then have have uh, whoever is this contender defeat Oscar for the championship in the finals of the May Young Classic. Yeah, I don't see that happening though. It's just options. 
Definitely don't see that happening. But uh, more NXT, more NXT news. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa is injured. He suffered another injury during the NXT Takeover Chicago match. Yeah, very unfortunate. And it will require surgery. Yeah, uh, he was seen on crutches recently. Uh, so we can only assume that involves one of his lower extremities, but... I mean, he did. He, before TakeOver, he had an ankle injury. Okay. The night before, huh. so it could potentially be that. Yeah, it could be a similar... But I don't... There was no... Nothing was said about it. Yeah, well, it, it just stinks, you know? Especially after that sort of an impact to make the heel turn and go into something different storyline with your character and then this happens similar to Hideo Itami and a bunch of other wrestlers that debut or this new gimmick or storyline and then that day Finn Balor that day they're injured and then that scraps everything that you pretty much just worked for yeah I mean Ryder yeah Ryder uh but hopefully he is a okay Hopefully he'll have a speedy recovery and be back sooner than later. Yeah. Uh, rumor has it that Nakamura is going to face off Zig against Ziggler at the uh, MSG house show for Raw in July. He's being advertised. That's what's being advertised. Um, Which is interesting. SmackDown superstars there. Yeah. But I guess Nakamura is that big of a draw that they could do that. Yeah. So look forward to that if you're going to Madison Square Garden in July. Moving on from outside the ring news to independent wrestling results. On the 19th of May, you had PWG head like a coal in Reseda, California. Keith Lee defeated Trevor Lee. Uh, you had the Chosen Bros defeat Ray Dragon. Michael Elgin picked up the victory over Shane Strickland. You also had Michael Elgin defeat Shane Strickland. Which kidding, was... kidding, kidding. Sammy Callahan picked up the victory over Adam Cole. You had Sammy Callahan pick up a victory over Adam Cole. I'm just you had kidding. Sammy Kennedy, Callahan Kennedy. pick up a victory over Adam Cole. Leo Rush defeated Mark Haskins. PWG World Tag Team titles on the line. Penta El Zero Miedo and Ray Phoenix, the champion, successfully defeated the Young Bucks. For the PWG World Championship, the champion Sabre Jr. successfully retaining that title, defeating Trent. Yeah, um, PWG is still one of those events that I'm, I would love to attend. Yeah, except uh, tickets I, sell out in like seconds and it's in California. Yeah, I mean, you know what? It, it is great to see such loyalty amongst fans with them though, you know? I feel like that's something that is kind of rare, like where they'll sell out tickets so quickly. I, I think it's kind of like a Also, by the way, no, but the cutting you off, the prices are absurd these days. Ah, uh, that's unfortunate. But I guess you got to do what you can got to do. Well, I mean, uh, just why wouldn't you? You're not it's not what you got to do. It's what people are paying. Yeah. I mean, if you if people are willing to pay for it, then, yeah, why not uh, milk the cow? Do it. One day I hope I, to be as famous as Ronda Rousey to just be able to show up there. You know what? Dreams are dreams. <laughs> but reality is a reality. And something that was reality was on the 19th House of Hardcore 26 in St. James, Long Island. Little Guido picked up the victory over Papa Don. Matt Stryker defeating TJ Marconi. 
Alex Reynolds with Maria Manic and Maxwell Jacob Friedman picked up the victory over Lance Adelaide. Moose picked up the victory over Dan Moff. Um, you got Rick Titus picking up the victory over Ben Ortiz, Bull James, and Pat Buck. Bully Ray defeated Ethan Carter, the third. And you had Spirit Squad picked up the victory over Team Tremendous and The Now. And the main event saw Cody Rhodes defeating Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, uh, NYWC Master of the Mad took place on the 20th in Deer Park, New York at the NYWC Sportatorium. King Mega defeated Spider. Wow, that's a name we haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, I guess he was there for the Hall of Fame night. Ah. Uh, Bam Sullivan picked up the victory over Randy Summers. Uh, Rick Cataldo picked up the victory over Tyler Murphy. Blake Morris with the win over Mike Verna. And YWC tag team title on the line in a three-way match. Anthony Malacera and Jesse Vane retained against the Benson Bros and Private Party. I But this was over a no contest. They did retain, but it was a no contest. Yeah. Aiden Ball and Mouse teaming up to defeat General Romero and JT Kaysen. You had Papa Don pick up the victory over Alvin Alvarez. For the MYWC Starlet Championship, a triple threat match, you had the champion Willow Nightingale successfully retaining that title against Brittany Savage and Victoria Von Black. You had Jaden Valo, Judden Rat. Radic, Rad, Radkey probably. Radkey, our apologies. Uh, Trent and Ugo. Ugo, the, maybe. Ugo. I don't know. We apologize. I don't know uh, you guys. Sorry. We, we we will get familiar <laughs> with you guys as we uh start promoting it a little bit more. I'm assuming that these are the uh recent graduates or current students of NYWC. Uh, defeated Angelo Andrews, Ash Flanagan, Kasim Rana, and Tinder Tom. I like that name, Tinder Tom. You All think, right, so we're going to do this. Is that a fire gimmick? Or? Oh, you stink. Raw, bam roasted. All right, moving on. The MY, <laughs> you're like, ready for this? Pat on my shoulder, pat on my other shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot me down with Happy Gilmore. Shoot me down with Tinder. All right, swipe left. Next. NYWC <laughs> Heavyweight Championship defended in a four way match. This was the Master of the Mat match. Champion Bull James defeated, successfully retaining that title, Alex Reynolds, Bobby Fish, and Matt Stryker. Yeah, so congratulations to Bull James. Um, next up, you had Ignite Anarchy uh, on the 20th, taking place in Team Vision Dojo, Orlando, Florida. Uh, you had Nick Nero pick the victory over Carlos Gabriel, C.T. Brown, and Willie Brown. C.J. O'Doyle defeated Max Stardom. Yeah, the Whisperer picked the victory over Slade Porter. Martin Stone defeated Timmy Lou Retton. Yeah, had White Mike pick up the victory over Rex Brackus. Again, Bacchus, there's no R. I don't know why he keeps saying that. I Rex Bacchus, I don't know why. Sorry. The Ugly Ducklings defeated Cornelius Crummels and Sonny Defarge. Uh, you had Jason Rance picked up the victory over Mike Austin. And for the Ignite Championship in a four-way match, Aaron Epic, the champion, defeated Jason Cade, John Cruz, and Ophidian. Yeah, you had Russell Pro in Broadway, New Jersey on the 20th, followed by picked up the victory over Bobby Fish. Cole Cabana defeated Alex Reynolds. <laughs> 
Uh, Buster Jackson defeated Chris Dealer and Jeremiah uh, from MCW. Yeah, little talent exchange there. Yeah, for, talent exchange with for Maryland the Wrestle Pro Championship. The champion Bobby Wayward successfully retaining that title against Anthony Bowens. Kevin Matthews and Moose defeated Dirty and Durable. Mario Bokora defeating Dan Moff via disqualification. WrestlePro Trios title match. The Beach Bumps defeated Team Espanicos for the titles. Yeah, new champions there. Yeah. The WrestlePro Tag Team Championships were de- defended in a fatal four-way match. New champions, CPA and Habib, defeated the former champions, Heavenly Bodies, Taboo Crew, as well as the Apple Corps. Yeah, you had Bear Bronson pick the victory over Chris Payne, Craven Barrow, Delroy, Johnny Clash, and Talon. And in the main event, you saw Cody Rhodes defeating Joey Janela. Again, I wish I saw that match. Yeah, I'm sure all of these matches were spectacular. And uh, yeah, fun to watch. Uh, all these matches and cards are just really great. Evolve 84 in Summit, Illinois, uh, on the 20th. Keith Lee defeated Donovan Dijak. Fred Yehi defeated Jason Kincaid. Uh, good to see Kincaid back in action. He was out for a while since WrestleMania, I believe, with uh, spinal stenosis. So happy to see him back in action. Leo Rush picked up the victory over East, uh, Austin Theory. Tracy Williams defeating Jeff Cobb. Evolved tag team title on the line. Catch point defended against Isaiah uh, Isaiah Velasquez. Velasquez and Matt Nix. For the Evolved Championship, the champion Sabre Jr. successfully retaining that title against Ethan Page. And the WWN title on the line. Matt Riddle successfully defended against Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, in Detroit, Michigan on the 21st, Evolve 85, Dominic Greeny. Defeating Alex Daniels. Evolved title on the line. Catch points. Successfully defending against Austin Theory and Jason Kincaid. Allison K defeating Priscilla Kelly. Ethan Page defeated Dijak. Tracy Williams picking up that victory over Kyle O'Reilly. Keith Lee defeating Freyehi. The WWN Live Championship. Matt Riddle, champion, defending that title. Successfully retaining over Jeff Cobb. Evolve died on the line. Zack Sabre Jr. successfully retaining against Leo Rush. Upcoming Indy. I was getting ready to say no. (laughs) Upcoming Indy on the 3rd of June. GCW Zandix Tournament of Survival 2. Taking place in Howell, New Jersey. Uh, So the first few matches that we're going to talk about are the... Actually, these are all first-round matches. So uh, you're going to have Matt... The main event's not a... Or yeah, not the main, event, the main the event, last one. Yeah, the last one. Um, Matt Tremont taking on Zandig. You have a Destruction Derby death match. Jimmy Lloyd versus Nick Gage. You're going to have a boards match. Marcus Crane taking on Masai Takeda. And you have a just a survival first-round match. Danny Havoc versus Viking. Yeah, and then that main event. You're gonna have Joey Janela take it on Joker. I don't know. I don't like know if that's the main event or not. That's just... Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, well, one of the matches, Janela versus Joker. One of those matches will be main event. 
Uh, uh, in St. James, Long Island, New York, on the 3rd of June, Creative Pro Wrestling presents Unsettled Differences. You're going to be seeing the Creative Pro Champion, Smart Mark Sterling, take on the tweener, Max Caster, and Johnny Clash. You're going to have the Breakfast uh, Breakfast Club, Danny Doring, and Little Guido take on Johnny Silver, Kyle Reynolds, Buster Jackson, and Betty. Beatty? 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 Let's go with Beatty. Sure. Kevin Matthews taking on Mario Bocra. Little uh, two impact wrestling stars there. Yeah, you got Izzy McKenna and Maria Manning teaming up to take on Liza Vieiro and Casey Cattell. A body slam challenge. Bryce Donovan will be taking on Beefcake Charlie. You got Bear Bronson taking on Delroy. And for the Creative Creative Pro Wrestling Champion, the Tag Team Championships, you have the champions, Massage Envy, taking on Kai Katana and Kevin Tibbs. Fala Ba, taking on Mike Verna. Yeah, and uh, Pete Gass will be there, so check that out. St. James, Long Island, creativeprowrestling.com. Yeah, on the third in Jersey City, New Jersey, you got Capital Wrestling Live at Cathedral Hall 2. Uh, Anthony Gangon taking on Bo Crockett. Jeff Cannonball taking on John Kerman. Jason Karloff taking on Logan Easton LaRue. And Ryan Zane will be taking on Rick Cataldo. Ken Dixon taking on Sonny Kiss. And Dave. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right, it is time for Shameless Plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go follow Allie at XOFireflyOX, John at Mr. John Faust, at, Pout, uh, at Pouts46, Brandon at Hova, that's three A's, triple A. Go follow McCaz, FTWDTA. Also, go check out uh, KFib Today podcast. Go check them out. Our friend Eric is on there at MTL Broski. You can go check out First Thing in the Morning, YouTube.com slash First Thing in the Morning show. Uh, also, a part of the KFib Today podcast, go check out Robbie. Follow him at Robbie Radford. Uh, you can go check out their podcast, kfabetoday.com. Uh, they are also on Twitter, at kfabetoday. Go give them a listen. Go check them out. Go support all of them. Go support podcasts in general. So many out there, so many selections. Just make sure you subscribe to us first. Uh, <laughs> Destiny Wrestling. Go follow Destiny Wrestling. Go check, uh, follow them at Destiny Wrestle. Uh, they're Ontario-based uh, promotion. Go check out destinyworldwrestling.com. They have upcoming events, one on June 17th and one on the 18th. The 17th is taking place in Toronto, Ca uh, Ontario, Canada. A uh, special guest going to be the current UK champion in WWE, the Bruiserweight himself, Pete Dunne going to be making an appearance you got phil atlas versus british brawler rj city johnny playboy psycho mike and so many more uh it's going to be taped for bell 5 tv1 so bring all your signs and go check that out 
And then on the 18th, it's going to be in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Hey, Eric, there's a show for you. Uh, you're going to have former WWE wrestler Santino there. And also UK champion, the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne. Also appearing as Tarek, Psycho Mike, Brent Banks, and so many more. So yeah, go check out and support Destiny Wrestling. Hey, Brandon. Any shout-outs? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout-outs. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I mentioned it before. It's back for a new season on Netflix. Uh, and I think it's one of the most funniest shows out there. So if you haven't seen the first two seasons, get on that. Check it out on Netflix. And then watch the new season. Uh, second one was also mentioned, Ricky Gervais, getting a shout out. If you get the opportunity to go see him, definitely go check him out. He's going to be back at Madison Square Garden in, uh, October. I mean, more importantly, he also did retweet you, so. Yeah, so check it out. I mean, that's not more importantly, but awesome. And my last shout out is going to people who make pasta from scratch, because I did that on Monday. No way. Yeah. and Picture which, it didn't happen. I, I, I mean, do you have your phone by you? Yeah. I'll send you the picture right now. All right. I accept your challenge. But, like, I, I don't I, – I'll never understand how somebody could do that without a machine. It takes talent. My arms were killing me. I, I just, like, I couldn't do it. And I, I, did, I did it. I didn't taste. It tasted like pasta. It was good. It was just like thicker because I couldn't get it rolled out right away. Uh -huh. I mean, all the way. Was it? Oh, I got the picture. Ew. What do you mean, ew? No, I was just kidding. Huh. <laughs> that is pretty thick. But how did it taste? It was good. Was it too, like, the thickness of it, was it too, like, hard to bite through? Or was it? No, it was, it was just like pasta, but like, it was like... It was like fettuccine, but like a little huh. thicker than fettuccine. Good job. How now? I know I can easily make it. Look it up right now, but did it take a long time to cook? To boil? No. So what did you do? You take two cups of flour. You take three or four eggs. You crack them. You mix them. Boom. Some salt. And that's it. Yup. And then you just gotta roll out the dough. Huh. But. Using a machine would be a lot easier. And then you roll out once you roll out the dough, you put it in the oven or Yes, David, you you bake pasta in an oven. Alright. You boil it. But that's what I'm like but it's soft. It's dough. Yeah. That's... So how is this and then you're putting it into water. Do I you... feel like this is gonna be David, something that's very Hello, uh, how do, how how are bagels made to you? Uh, huh, I don't know. I never really thought about it. Bagels are boiled and baked. How long do you have to let it sit? I don't know. How long did you let your pasta sit after boiling? After boiling? I yeah. ate it right away from the pot, the boiling pot. Interesting. Sounds nice. Good job. I'm proud of you. You set your mind to it and you did it. So that was the second time I made pasta, and it's all because of Master of None, basically. 
I expected you to say because of me, but okay. No, Master of None, a season sorry show on Netflix. It's back for a new season as well. Check it out. Yeah. But now it's time for... Our... Right, our marked out moment of the week. Collectively, uh, I mean, maybe you noticed we, we left something out when we discussed Monday Night Raw. Goldust cut a yeah. promo on our truth from Monday Night Raw. Old Goldust is back. Shattered Dream Productions are indeed in action. I don't know. Are back in business. There you yeah. go. That sounds better. Shattered Dreams Production is back in business, and how did you not mark out over this promo? Yeah, I can't. Like, I'm like, I'm like 100% behind Heel Goldust. What about the part where he was just like, he kind of broke it for a moment, and he was just like, a script? No. I write my own script. I'm the director now. Yeah, he, like, something like that. And I was just like, I'm, yes. Yeah, absolutely, yes. I mean, is this I I know you you would agree all for another title reign for that IC belt. Yeah, definitely, 100%. He, I mean, I I'm one of those people that would be like, "Oh my god, Goldust is universal champion." I would be totally okay with that. I think the guy for his age and not only that, for but the comeback that he's had at his age, you have to it's just so respectful what he's done, you know? He's done something that I find is very rare and not many wrestlers do are able to do that like step yeah. away for so long and then come back in not even a top as a top guy but come back as like a mid carter and then work your way into just being relative again and becoming a, a fan favorite like i think it's unbelievable what he's done and putting on great matches yeah and he's in great shape yeah, and uh, it was awesome to see that this week. Yeah, I'm so happy for that, and I I totally marked out for it. Hi everyone, it's me, the Godfather of marking out, Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog, uh, and I'm here with you for the mark out moment of the week. Anyway, so this Sunday was Backlash. Uh, Dave and Brandon probably reviewed it. Brandon probably had something really negative to say about it, as he does everything. Regardless, that's um, insert uh, many times, as you said, regardless here, Brandon. ProWrestlingTees.com backslash marking out. Anyway, um, as I've talked about on the podcast, my son, my three-year-old, I've made him a wrestling fan. You know, I've turned the terrible bug of being a wrestling fan onto him. And now his favorite tag team is Brazongo. And he calls them the blue guys because they wear blue, you know, cop uniforms. It's, it's hilarious. Uh, anyway, so they had their big tag team match on Sunday and at the end, and which saw them losing, which then I saw my son throw himself onto the floor and start crying in his big brown blanket. Uh, which he was very upset about, and I had to tell him that everything was going to be okay and they will win another match. Jordan, who's your favorite tag team? Ray. New, new, what happened to the blue guys, Brazongo? A girl. Yeah? 
Did they wrestle on Sunday at Backlash? Yeah. Did they lose? Yeah. Did it make you sad? Uh. Ah, that me just threw, made me through it. Okay, but they won. Okay, all right. Anyway, that was uh, the Mark Out Moment of the Week from a three-year-old Mark. Back to you guys. And that is it. Episode 329, Finito. Thank you very much to everyone who listened and supports us. We truly, truly do appreciate it. Uh, thank you to everyone that tweeted me uh, happy birthday uh, to the Marking Out account. What? Who's, nobody's tweeting you happy birthday? Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so go buy our t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com slash out. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. Watch Cooking with Brandon and everything else over at youtube.com slash out 11 If you would like to be featured as a musical interlude, if you want to be featured on the show, or if you even if you go to a wrestling event and by any chance you get a bumper from a pro wrestler saying that I am this and this, go listen to Mark It Out. We will definitely air that. Email us, markitout1 at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at markinat at BTTG161 at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Also, at- I, I just wanted to say uh, thanks for these people that did use the Owen Hart Memorial Month hashtag this week. Yeah, very, very awesome. But, and we wish you the best luck in your future endeavor. Have a wonderful week. Oh.